Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is episode 26. On tonight's show, I have Gibbs, Roger, Jamie and Hugo standing in for an absent Graham this week on the Southern Sunday League. Hugo! Uh, <laughs> uh, the guest this week is uh, Dan from Surrey Park Rangers from the Quarter Municipal. First up this week is Gibbs. Gibbs, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How you doing? Good, mate. Back in uh, Silk Towers after um, two-week absence. I've actually got the heater this week as well now. Jamie's yeah. not here. Jamie's not here. We recorded Jamie over Zoom, so Gibbs gets the heater. It was a widescreen. <laughs> right, so straight into the fixtures. Plenty of games played yesterday. The results, not the fixtures, eh, dog? Straight into the results. Uh, in the Prem, Spring Hill, Un- Spring Hill United lose 7-1 to Jam. <laughs> Big result for Jam. They're in a sticky situation now, Springer, weren't they? Bottom <laughs> of the league, played 10. Um, Jam looking good, though. And uh, shout out to their striker, Richard. Hat trick in 15 minutes yesterday. Yeah, what a great cameo. Uh, I think he yeah. didn't start the game. Uh, Phil uh, showing he's a strict disciplinarian of a, yeah, of a 100% gaffer. he is. Uh, and Richard doing his talking with his feet. Hat trick. Feel very happy with that. Um, personally, I think the league would be silly to relegate anyone from the Prem Division. They need to maintain that. For next season, possibly yes, but I know Spring Hill have got a lot of new players this year, so maybe dropping a division for them next year and giving them a chance to rebuild and then maybe coming again in the Prem might be a, a better solution for them. It's it's very disheartening for a team to can can see goals and lose week in week out, you know, and yeah. it's hard to attract players to a lose a losing side as well. They did well against Bald and A the other week, didn't they? Uh, okay, let's not let's let's not go there we dog slip, slip of the tongue but they was one new up yeah I promised I wasn't going to talk about that uh, on the into the senior division uh, New Cross Rovers 1 Metrogas 6 ouch Metrogas battering the New Cross boys um, sending them home to New Cross where they smack their asses smack said, oh, their asses on your see way. you later Metrogas looking like champions let's be honest oh they are honestly and it's like um Dale said on Twitter yesterday, um, they was actually in, in the shout for um, result of the day, but it's like I said, they, you just grow to expect it from yeah, them. So it's it, harsh, it's harsh. And we, it, we're like this with teams like Metrogas. If they win 10-0, they'll get in. But yeah, it's not. A, it's, we do expect it. It's not a surprise because no. they're, they're, even to beat New Cross, Metrogas are just looking so strong and they're enjoying their football and they're scoring goals every week. It's just like, you just grow to expect it. So it's not that we don't appreciate the result or it's not a great result. It is, but I think you're going to have to go out and beat um, a Balden or a, a UTR or a Bayswater now for result of the week, right. to be fair. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. Or beating another top, beating a Burridge Blues like fives and sixes yeah. or one of these top sides in. But fair play to them. I mean, they're on their way to the Prem and next season it will be um, good to see them in the mix. I can see them continuing. Through and I'd like to see them against the likes of Under the Radar this season or Bayswater probably more match stylistically to uh, Metrogas uh, to Bayswater more so interesting games and well done to Metrogas uh, sorry that you missed out on the result of the week again uh, other games in the senior Northern Eagles beating Burridge Blues 3-2 uh, a 
a welcomed return to form for the Northern Eagles boys, Gibbs, but Burridge Blues back in the league. We know they like the Cups. They um, like the Cups, don't they? They um, prepare for the Cups, but it's still a great result for Northern Eagles. Yeah. That's a few on the bounce for them as well. And um, that, that league's very competitive. I know uh, Metro Gas are running away a little bit, but the rest of it, they're all, they're all fighting yeah. for, for league positions there. Agreed. Agreed. It's a good division. Uh, in Division 1, uh, for me, this is this is the where all the good stuff begins in West for this season. <laughs> uh, Metro Massive win 3-2 against <coughs> Footscray Lions first team. Uh, Metro Massive get a welcomed win uh, at the minute if you need a win, it seems. Footscray Lions are probably the team to play in Division 1. No disrespect, boys. It's been a tough, tough season for Footscray Lions first team. Uh, South East Athletic uh, lost to... Uh, Crayford Arrows at home, uh, 3-0. Crayford Arrows maintaining top spot in Division 1. Well done, boys. What a great division um, Division 1 is looking so far this season. In Division 2, Junior Reds Athletic wins 7-0 against New Cross Reserves. I mean, uh, Woolwich 90. Uh, a big win for uh, Ben and the boys at Junior Reds Athletic. 7-0, uh, a big win. It is, and um, that's two games on the bounce now for Willis United. He conceded yeah. 10, no, none scored. Um, they're going to have to get their act together. But um, Ben and the boys, it's no surprise. They've been, they've actually been going really well, haven't they, Junior Reds? Remember last season or the season before, they were struggling with players and getting battered 11s and 10s and mad scores like that. And they really regrouped this season. Looked good, um, like they could get a promotion. I think they're... Uh, fourth or sank in their division. I've got this written down because they're in one of our games of the week. They're fourth in the second division now. So they've got an outside chance for promotion uh, with Ben in the team. They'll score lots and lots of goals as well. So uh, a good win for Junior Reds. Well done, lads. Uh, in Division 3, uh, Petswood Senior Vultures lost 4-2 to Mottenham Park Rangers. Last-minute scrambles for referees on this one. Uh, and they got one over at um, Norman Park in Bromley. Uh, Martin Park with a rare win, um, but a good win against senior uh, Petswood Senior Vultures. Uh, in Division Four, um, there was a power cut in the around the Sammy Montague area <laughs> uh, yesterday morning. Uh, Beacons battered, absolutely tonked by Hartford Athletic, fourteen-one Gibbs. Hartford do this against. Um, sort of lower place teams in their division they've been beaten they punished didn't they they, they punished, punished the poor they punish teams, mistakes they? yeah they do and 9 0 9 0 up at half time yeah um and then just another 5 in the second half just, lazy, just lazy for instance half. yeah poor from them poor from them <laughs> uh, but um they game. seem like a good side to be fair and a team that you hope stick around um for next year and carry on building because i think they've got the potential there to to go on and cause some more upsets and go through the leagues yeah, I mean, they need to up their game in the league um, at the moment. Again, I've written their details down. Um, I thought I did. Yeah, they're sixth. They're sixth in their division after seven games. Only 12, 12 points from seven games. Um, mm. They need to up it. They've got plenty of football to play. Maybe um, a young side, like a beer, beer on a Saturday night. Some can't get up. <laughs> maybe. Uh, in Division 4, FC Barker won 4-1 <coughs> against Kingsford. They're not the dogs, though. We're the dogs. They're underdogs. But Barker <laughs> did well yesterday. <laughs> um, Kingsford um, have struggled against the top, the, the, two, the two top teams in that division. For me, it's Inter Belvedere and Barker are the, are the two best teams in Div 4. Um, yeah, I mean... Kings, Kings, Kingsford and Hartford have been found... Wanting a little bit against those those top sides. Kingsford are a young side, so yeah. I mean, 
it could be that they like a beer on a Saturday night as well, and it's not they're not getting a, a reliable team out every Sunday, um, or that um, continuation of players every yeah. week. But they're they're a good side. We played them in the cup, um, and some of their results do surprise me because I think they're better than um, the results are showing. So I mean, again, you hope they stay around and carry on building another team with with um, the ability just to move through the leagues. To be fair, absolutely. So more games for. Uh, Division 4 into Belvedere win 5-1 against South East Athletic Maroon they're just like a machine into Belvedere at the minute, they, they look really good I know they've had an injury to one of their key players as well so there's obviously strength and depth in the in the squad well done into Belvedere sorry boys um, did they get in result of the week this week I mean, not this week. They can't, they're in again, they're either in result of the week or game of the week every week, and it looks like you've got your favourites, but you don't. But you just you just see them again. They're at a position now, I think, where to get result of the week, they've got to beat higher placed opposition yeah, yeah, yeah. or top teams, you I know, agree. because it, you kind of grown to expect it from them because they're just literally turning out results every week, week in and week out. Exactly. In Div Four, Spring Hill United reserves lose two 0 to Junior Red Sports. Chris Elliott back in the Resies this week. No, what? No doubt. He's got his uh, he's got his chair out. He sat there. He's played nine up front, one at the back. He's left them <laughs> left them exposed, but offered them all fucking cakes and biscuits after yeah. any and sausage rolls. That's what he's done. Elliot out in Div Five, um, the third best division. The bestest division. Peckham Rye win two one against title rivals um, Bexy Wanderers. The underdogs go again. <laughs> uh, Gibbs added this one go yesterday. Tale of the dogs and the fighting. Tell us the, the dog's tail. It was the fighting spirit from the dog's tail. We was um, went one nil down. Uh, Bexley Wanderers scored off a, off of a corner um, scr- scramble, and then a tidy little finish at the end of it. To be fair, we didn't get going really. They they kind of nullified us, and uh, yep. we was they're play- a good side. I've seen are. I've seen them first down. They're a very good side. We was playing in front of them, and we just couldn't we couldn't break them down. To be fair, just nearly passes and just overhit and stuff. Um, on the stroke just before half time really uh, Tony beat his man and um, we say it was a cross but we believe it was a shot but um, (laughs) Tony had a shot and it's crossed across the box and then Ross was there to tap it in for his like his 14th of the season nice Um, the game went on we started the second half really well to be fair Um, just that final ball again um, letting us down um, and just maybe not releasing the ball quick enough but again, Tony beat his man, um, drilled it hard and low as the keeper was coming out. Keeper yep. couldn't set himself. Um, the ball um, went under him straight into the back of the net. And then it stayed that way, really. That was on about the hour mark, I think. So last half hour, it was a lot of midfield play. We had chances again where they was where they was coming forward. We had we had the chances to, to bomb forward. Um, Luke had a, a great shot saved by their keeper, um, tapped onto the post. Um and yeah, really, I mean, Ross could have had another one. Um, it was just, it was really like just scrappy. I mean, they put us under the cosh, I think, last couple of minutes where we tried to defend out the lead. They had a few set pieces and corners, but it, it was a win that um, we literally now we know we are safe in the league. And um, <laughs> um, we know that we can't, we can't go down I've now. Um, it's mathematically safe. We are mathematically safe. So um, in, terms, in terms of the league games you've played, you've played these twice in the league now. Bexley Wanderers, yeah, it's just you've played, scraped wins twice. You've you've played Bexley uh, South London Athletic twice in the league now. Scraped twice, scraped by twice. Um, Skin of our teeth. Turk Ojak once beat them. Very lucky, two 0 Very yeah, all lucky. of all of your sort of rivals around you. 
you've got two wins against them now. This it must be you must be thinking, can we get this underdog story to the ultimate end of lifting a trophy? Mate. Is that too much to dream? We don't dream as yet, mate. There's still a lot of football to be played and we could the underdog story, sometimes it might come to an end. So we have to as long as we survive for another season in the division, we are happy and um that's what we've achieved so far. We've had some great wins and uh, as a team, we're building and progressing and um, we're just happy to be here just to take part, really. Do you know what I mean? Just to, see, just to see our mates on the Sunday. The smile on his face says everything. He's just happy to be taking just, part. Just happy to be taking part. In Sunday league football. We don't brag. We don't boast. We're just underdogs. You know, we're just underdogs doing a job for the, for the small teams. We're up here. Do you know what I mean? Like Luton Town contesting for the playoffs. We're just up, we're up here. <laughs> uh, other games in Div 5. South London Athletics slip up against Bexley Knights. Um, a surprising result. Having seen the Bexley Knights boys, um, I didn't see too much uh, there. No disrespect, gentlemen, uh, to say that they would be able to compete with the teams at the other end of the table. Uh, South London Athletic perhaps uh, conceding the title and not giving... 100% in their games. Who knows? Uh, Turk Ojak win 3-1 against Old Fortronians. That's uh, a very good win. It is a good win. Um, a, a, an underachieving season, perhaps. We thought more of them, but clearly not the same team they were uh, before they left uh, West for some time ago. Uh, come back this year, perhaps, with a, a much different group of players. Uh, but yeah, good win against Old Fortronians. They've held their own this season. In Div 6, the King of Hearts Media Productions Division 6, the second best division in West Virginia. The second best division. Uh, Hyf, uh, Alpington Athletic win 2-1 against No Life. Uh, no Life Gibbs. Alpington Athletic have, had, have been really... It's been a crap season for them. Let's, let's not mix our words. Uh, grabbing a win against New Life. What a win for Alpington Athletic. It is. And do you know what? At first, when I re-looked over the results of the week, uh, last week, last night, sorry, I, I did have actually a look and thought, oh, yeah. it was a win for them, do you know, could they have been added to it? But um, I think New Life are just a couple of places above them and it is a good win and it's not gone unnoticed, do you know what I mean? Um, fair play to Alpington for um, for cracking it out. Yeah, notable mention, I think, for Alpington. I think for the other games in the in the list to miss out would be probably a bit tough, um, but a good, a good win nonetheless. In Division 7, the Selk Grassroots Podcast Network Division 7, the, the eighth, best division. The eighth best division. The best division in Westfar. Uh, Avery Hill Athletic lose 2 1 to Fleetwood. Fleetwood smack yesterday. Fleetwood are on the Mac at the minute, mate. They I tell you. Beat Avery they, Hill. They yeah. are doing really well at the minute. I'm not sure if what what's happened there, but they have regrouped. They've they seem to be picking up results now. And it's what we love to see. An underdog story again. Yeah. They are the under puppies, not the dogs, the puppies. And underdogs in the best division in West Virginia. In across, lose 6-3 to the People's Sharks. Um, they continue uh, to push for their title this season. Uh, that will be, be the second time in two in three seasons they've won Division 7. I believe Mr. Bradbury was on this yesterday, Riff, in this game. 16 yellow cards yesterday then. No, it was 18. 22 um, yellow cards yesterday. <laughs> there was there was 15 Simbins at once. Could you believe it? The game was five yeah, aside at one point. Can't believe it. But um, but yeah, no, it's good to see John Bradbury still about refing. He was yeah. he was refing when I was playing. So yeah. he's uh, you got a couple of yellow cards from him in your time, didn't you? Do you know once? No word of a lie. This is no word of a lie. We were, I was playing for Inter Shamrock at the time, and the ball was in the air. I was watching the ball. 
And as I was watching the ball, I, I bumped into him or trod on his toe. He blew the whistle, gave the other team a free kick and said he's debating whether to send me off. But he gave me a yellow card. Let's not say. <laughs> Let's just move on. It's no word of a lie, honestly. That is the truth. Let's move on. Uh, Las Cabras lost 1-0 to Newcross Rovers Reserves. The Reserves team carrying the club at the moment in the Newcross household. Um, Sid Cup lose 4-3 to Bexley Village Vets. A good win for Bexley Village Vets. Sid Cup looking like a good outfit in Div 7. So well done. Uh, into Division 8. The 8th best division. The 10th best division. <laughs> Uh, Royal Oak with a big win, 4-1 against Greenwich Battle Cruisers. Well done, Royal Oak. Uh, the battle of the boozers yet on Sunday. Royal Oak take the win. Well done, Springle United Blues win 2-0 against last week's vet, uh, guests, Greenwich Challenge Vets. Springle Blues going along very nicely, yeah. top of the league as well. It's yeah. in their own hands. They're just ticking over nice now, aren't they? Mate, getting the wins ticked off one at a time. It's, it's, I tell you what, great things can happen. When Elliot don't come to the games, great things can happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Get Elliot out. Elliot out. Lesser FXI win 8-1 against uh, JJ United. A bit of different, slightly different score to the 22 or whatever it was earlier in the season. But apparently uh, a friend, Adam Clayton, was at the game yesterday and I think JJ started the game with eight. Did they? And two people turned up at half time or something. Um, if you had a zero next to the eight, that's how much a pitch cost they never pay for. <laughs> um, pay your debts everybody exactly what do you lesser FXI random question what do you think the FXI stands for um, the XI could be 11 football 11 lesser football 11 maybe? yeah no idea I'll, I'll ask I'll ask the question and get back to you on that one yeah I just wonder what that is I reckon the that's 11 something isn't it yeah maybe football 11 maybe lesser football 11 first team let's Let's go with that one. In the Jewish Shield, uh, Blackfen and Erif knocked out. Senior team, Blackfen and Erif not having a good time of things at the moment. Um, I think I predicted a Woolwich Royals win uh, last week for this one. I think this was one of our games of the week. Um, Woolwich Royals doing a business yeah. free Old one. Nemo didn't give us no points last week or this week, did no, he? No, we have to, we have to get him to catch up. He's having a nightmare. I think I might have predicted free one on that. <laughs> I don't think he did. I think I, think I might have. Uh, good win for the Woolwich Royals boys. And I've called them Sharks and they've accepted it. Yeah, they are they are baby sharks. That's a sharky result that one, but Blackfen and Erif seem to be struggling. They they lost eleven one last week against Hatch and Royals, and this week Hatch Hatch and Royals are playing Dancing Albion this week. Oh, are they in the in the Plumster Challenge Cup? That's a big game. Uh, yeah, I mean, shout out to Blackfen and Erif though, and also um, Jay Sprawl. Hopefully, we'll get that um, that testimonial game on um, at the end of the season for Jay uh, against Peckham Rye. Jay's a Peckham Rye old boy, you know. Used oh, to play it? for Peckham Rye when I joined when I was eighteen, and um, he was he was around then. So he, this is his <laughs> last season. He's retiring. So, oh nice! But yeah, he's top guy, top guy. Uh, Forza lost two one to Bulltarks. A good show for themselves this se- uh, this season, and in this game, Forza uh, only losing two one to Prem Boys Bulltarks. Uh, they can take a hell of a lot of credit from that. Well done, Bulltarks. On to the next round of the Jewish Shield and <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Pete Smith Memorial. Uh, Granite lose 2-1 to Bayswater again a good showing of themselves yesterday uh, Granite against top side um, I think Granite Bayswater. actually went 1-0 up reading oh, from what I saw on social media yeah I think Granite went 1-0 up so well give a, a really good account of themselves there. yeah excellent but Bayswater doing what they do and getting games over the line well done uh, in the Pete Smith Memorial under the radar 
draw nil nil with Crayford Athletic. What a result for Crayford Athletic! Though. They've been what really, really good in the cups, and I, 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 I don't think they would swap the season that they've had for to have a better no. league campaign. They would have took all these cup experiences. They lose five three on pens. No one has take. I think did Borden take. Borden took them to pens, but you look for a team that has stopped under the radar scoring a goal in a game. Yeah. And um, I don't know what, how far you'd have to look back, to yeah. be fair. I think it might have been when Long Lane beat them 3-0. But other than that, it was um, you going back a little bit of a distance, to be fair. So what a great result for Crayford, Crayford Athletic. And they can hold their heads up by and take so much positives from that. Absolutely. Well done, boys. They've had a fantastic season this year. Real uh, forward steps. Uh, since moving over from the OBDSFL into Westfar, uh, they've now found, found their feet. Um, and they'll go from strength to strength. I think this is their 10th year as a club. So what a great year. Some memories built this year. Congrats, boys. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, in the Fed Jolly, uh, Eltham Lions reserves uh, lose 6-3 to Adidas Athletic. Um, a good win. 6-3 for the boys uh, against a good um, Eltham Lions side. They've um, done well in Division 8 this season. I think they're a decent side, you know, um, Adidas Athletic. You're doing this thing, aren't you? No, you, no, you I really play them now, couldn't you? Yeah, we could play them, but I really do think though that they. I've looked at their results and obviously because I look who we play, and I really do think that they are a bit of a go about their business quietly, you know, and get results. I mean, they do concede goals, but they seem to have a lot of goals in them. So yeah. I think they'll they'll give people a game. Absolutely, look like a good side in the Sports King TV Cup. Uh, SE 69ers lose two one to Danson Albion. Uh, Gibbs, you watched a bit of this one. I got there just about half an hour into the game. Um, Danson were one nil up. Um, first, I mean, first half, I thought, all right, it, it was a bit, bit of a sloppy game. But second half, I mean, the 69ers come out, and I'll be honest with you, they applied most of the pressure. I think, and then Danson got a second goal. It was against the runner play, to be honest. Um, but I don't think, if I was being honest, I don't think they overly deserved it. But SC Niners, after that, literally took control of the game. The ball was being played in the um, dancing half. And uh, they got one back. Good goal. And, um, I mean, the keeper pulled off an unbelievable save from the 69ers skipper off a header. Um, set piece. Really good header. Um, and it was just that fi- It was that final ball for the 69ers. And they just literally... That the someone was whoever was taking their corners and set pieces was putting some really good crosses in the box, but they just it just kept going through to the other side. They just never got their head on anything um, and took chances, but they they did deserve something out of the game. I thought um, Dansom, older team experience, you could tell being very crafty, um, headering the ball out over the fence at Samuel Montague, getting their breather, taking their time, like disrupting play, little niggly fouls, you know, just to. To stop the momentum of the Nothing si- wrong with that, by the way. No, no, just to stop the momentum of the 69 ers just using their experience. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I mean, the the dancing keeper, he, he claimed um, balls really well, and he, he, he was decent to be fair. They just couldn't create anything that was clear cut. But they, they, I thought they, I thought they would have been good for a draw. Are the 69 ers <clears> in danger of getting under your bingo wing at the minute? Do you like you like them, didn't you? Yeah, I think they're good guys. <laughs> I think they're good guys. I like the support that they have on the side, like with the. Oh, did they have a little following? Did they? Yeah, like the parents come and watch. And, oh, nice. Uh, and um, like family members and stuff. And do you know what I mean? They're they're they're, they're a good they're a good club. And I think they're finding their feet in their first season. And I do think that next year, I think they'll 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 be a team to watch out for because I think they'll know what it's about. They'll regroup in the summer. They'll bring players in. Um, and yeah, I think I think they'll be a team to watch out for next season. In the Alliance Cup, AFC Shine 
lose 2 0 to Red Velvet. Red Velvet in red hot form. I've actually right. got a match report on this one. Go, go for it. Spencer loves a match he report. He does love a match report. Boring game to watch. Hard to play a team <laughs> you beat 9 0 the week before. But 1 0 at half time, 2 0 full time. Looking forward to the final now. Well done. Kept it short and sweet, but well done to Red Velvet. Is that on... their first cup final? It I is, think it, it is, yeah. So well done to them on getting to the cup yeah. final and um, good luck in the final against Elton Rovers, I believe, who beat Baldwin. That's a great final. Uh, really good final. So yeah, make sure you go down and watch that one. Yeah. Um, well done to Red Velvet. Uh, first, I think 10, did he say 10 years they've been going? Yeah, Sunday 10 years, 10? yeah. Well done, boys, in the Alliance Cup final. If anyone does want their cup final film, by the way, get onto Sports King. Yeah, our sponsor, Sports King TV. Uh, get on to the best in the business. Um, yeah, I'm sure his Twitter and all that is is easy to easy to find if you need to find if you need it. Uh, look on our social media, and uh, we'll get all that sorted for you. Uh, AFC Sporting Greenwich, their season continues to fall over. Just the pressure of that getting that tattoo on. Gibbs's hairy ass has pushed them out. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was never going to happen. Jamie's got to get a tattoo now. Uh, the Bosco win 4-0 against Green Sporting Greenwich. And it must be said the Bosco have had... What a, a great result yeah, for the Bosco. Yeah, a good, a, a great um, season for them. Last year they were the whipping boys. Uh, this year, not so much. They've won lots of games this year. Well done. In the Len Wehrer Memorial Trophy, Quackenhill win uh, a draw 1-0, sorry, with Falconwood Reserves. And then crash out on penalties. What a good result for Falconwood. I mean, Crockenhill is one of them teams that can go far in cups, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't rule against them. No. But um, it's a great result for Falconwood. A very good win. I think Falconwood reserves uh, from week to week, depending on which team they can get out. Um, their their results will vary. But a good get taking Crockenhill to penalties um, is a good start. And then beating them is a good return for the... Uh, Falconwood Reserves, boys. Gibbs, the other semi-final to the Red Velvet game uh, in the Alliance Cup. Elton Rovers beating the Bandits 2-1. Elton Rovers returning to some good form that we expected at the beginning of the season. We saw at the beginning of the season. Um, ending the season very strongly, the boys. We've put it on the podcast there in a cup final. Well, it should be a cracking final, to be fair. And they have picked up form of late um, since they said put that on your fucking podcast. I think yeah. they're about they're about four on a bounce, three yeah. on a four on a bounce. So um, in form, so it should be a cracking cup final. That will be. That's a very equal cup final and two good young teams that will give everything for for the badge uh, in, and and a brilliant Westford Cup final. Uh, what a spectacle that will be! Uh, and Fred Jolly. Uh, Highfield Rovers one all with Elton Palace. I've, there's a stewards inquiry on this for match fixing because the winner was going to play us, and uh, I think Ronnie Nude he would eight to play us, so um, <laughs> he's thrown the game. I think he's put out a reserve team squad. I think so. I think he's thrown the game one all at full time. Uh, Elton Palace taking the game on pens. Um, Highfield Rovers disappointing to for them not to go through against lower place opposition. Um, 100% Elton we was, Palace get a win we was looking forward really and truly we wanted actually Highfield to win because we've played Highfield before Ronnie's obviously a pal um, it'd have been a good game but um, playing Elton Palace now in the next round so we'll see what, we'll see what happens underdogs just, we're just trying to get through to the next round <laughs> yeah. uh, in the Mike Strong Memorial Cup uh, this is a cup we sponsor the podcast and Nick Pitt in memory of Mike Strong um Lucian Tamils and Foresters draw nil-nil in 90 minutes or at the end of play. 
Uh, Tamil's going through 4-2 on pens. A great win for Tamil's on pens. 100%. I, actually, I think they've made the semi-final with that result. You really? Know? I think they've got Villa Court Sunday in the semi-final. Ooh. So it's a tough one. But nevertheless, first season for them to make a semi-final. Um, I mean, Foresters and then Villa Court, a couple of tough games. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, good luck to both teams. But um be good for Tamil's to make a final. Absolutely. Well done, guys. And unlucky to Forest season. In their first season as well, don't forget, they've exceeded expectations so far this season. Um, but Tamils, for their community and that stuff, I think that's a great a great achievement for that club. Uh, well done, lads. In the Wynn Jones Memorial Bowl, uh, Rising Talents beat Barnhurst 4-3. Um, after a little bounce earlier, uh, after the manager- managerial change, Gibbs, uh, Barnhurst sort of returning back to, to previous form. Yeah, I mean... Rising talents. Uh, they're not setting the world alight in the no, senior. No, they're not. But Barnas teams with legs, um, they're going to struggle against. They openly will tell you that themselves. Um, that and rising talents might have just took the game to them and uh, had them on the back foot and um, kept them running at them. It's going to be a long day for anyone, isn't it? So True. especially Barnas, which they locally say legs legs will kill them. True. Uh, in the Burt Holloway Trophy. Hey, Bert. Borden Sports Westfer draw two all with Advent Mighty Royals. I've, I've actually got a, an essay to read out here from Jimmy. Has Jimmy done a. Jimmy's done an absolute. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy! I think after last week when he uh, someone outdone him, I think he said from Peckham Royale that he's uh, <laughs> he's writ. Right. Oh, has he wrote? Has he used big words as well? I'm not sure about big words, but some of them are like this. Do you know what I mean? Come on! Right, tough game against Advent Mighty Royals. Neither team seemed like they wanted to win the game in the first half as both fired blanks and couldn't break each other down with minimal shots on goal. Second half, we came out firing from the off, getting in behind the Royals' defence at will. We finally managed to break the deadlock on 48 minutes after Jack Webb put Noel in to make it 1-0. Mighty Royals made a double substitution on 50 minutes, which managed to give them the lift they needed and levelled from a corner. A loose ball fell to their player 10 yards out, and he rifled home to make it 1-1. Then Balden got undone by the quick counter-attack, their substitute made it 2-1 on 53 minutes. A header from across from the left, the double substitution gave the mighty Royals the belief that could that they could get the upset, but was bombarded by the dominant Borden, who then levelled on 86 minutes from a corner, and centre-back Tom levelled with a low shot went uh, that went straight through the crowded box to make it 2-2. Borden had the best of the chances... Um, in the second half and was foiled right at the death from a, a swivel and shot by Louis to be met by an outstanding save by the mighty Royals keeper. On to pens, player manager Nick Webb, oh sorry, player manager Jack Webb missed the first pen with a weak pen to be saved by the keeper. Balden keeper was close to saving the first Royals pen, getting a hand to the ball but not enough to keep it out. Balden then scored their next four pens with myself saving two back-to-back penalties. And doing and doing enough to win us the shootout. God, Jimmy! <laughs> 4-2. A very good cup tie. And credit to the mighty Royals for holding their own against us. On to the semis. Up the Borden. Love that, Jimmy. What a great match report. Giving himself all the credit for the win. You've got to love it, innit? You've got to love it. I love it. That's a good way to finish the fixtures. Uh, Gibbs, I'll see you on the other side for the games of the week. Old tight. So over to Roger and the Croydon Municipal section for the podcast. Roger, how are you doing? 
I'm good, thanks, Andrew. You're good. Uh, egg on your egg on your face today after receiving another three points from uh, <laughs> Southside Blues. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take it on the chin. I'll take it on the chin. I'm not one to say you know things will be different. Blah blah blah. I'll take it. I'll take I'll take the six points. You know, I'm, I, it's 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 three more points that I needed for, or six more points that I needed to save you from relegation at this moment. So, yeah, I'll take it. Take it loads of loads of games to play for you still though. Definitely, yeah, lots of games and, and a couple of big games coming up as well. I, I suppose they're all big now, leading leading to the end of the season. But yeah, a couple of really big games coming up, especially this weekend, which we'll get into. But yeah, we'll you know, looking that. forward to the end of the season. Looking forward to it now. Fantastic. So the results from yesterday. Sunday, the 27th of February. Uh, lots and lots of uh, exciting results yesterday. Croydon JFC losing 5-2 to Addiscombe Casuals. Um, they've come out of nowhere, uh, Roger. They still have Spartans, I believe, to play four times um, for the rest so, so far for the season. Twice in the league and two cup quarterfinals. Correct. If, if Addiscombe Casuals can get two wins against Spartans, they're yep. going to be amongst it for the title, aren't they? Definitely, and on current form, you wouldn't put it past them. Um, they're winning and they're, and they're scoring lots of goals, winning comfortably. So, you know, um, I think they'll fancy their chances. Um, you know, law of averages said they'll have to win at least one of them for yep. games. So, yeah, um, it's going to be an exciting end to the season in the Premier Division. Which, I mean, a few weeks ago, we, would have, we were saying that it was all wrapped up and done. Spartans would look like they were strolling to the title. But yeah. um, out of nowhere, casual has just come. Um, found some, some found some form playing well and winning games comfortably. So it's going to make make for an interesting couple of games for them against Spartans in the coming weeks. Absolutely. Um, maybe Spartans thought it was done. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, it looks like it. They look like they've taken their foot off the pedal of, of late, um, and they're going to need to find find that form and, and find it quickly. Absolutely. They were awarded their game yesterday against Chelsea Athletic. <clears throat> uh, no idea what happened there. Um, sadly, um, but Spartans get the win without kicking yeah. the ball. Yeah, good for them. Um, like I said, it's just, just going to it's going to be interesting now in the in the next few weeks, few months to see see the outcome of the of the Premier Division. Indeed, uh, the goal scorers for Addiscombe Casuals in their game: Ball with a hat trick, Bassetti and Wallington with a goal apiece. Each well done, lads. Into Division One. Uh, no result on air for Cobbs Huxley Guards. Uh, Roger, no, I, I spoke to Jim yesterday. There was a bit of a, a bit of. A, they were, I think they had to ref their own game, and, and then when it came to the second half, the Cobbs were refing the game. Um, there was a bit of to and fro and arguing, and 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 I think there was a goal scored that shouldn't have been scored. So Jim was saying, so yeah, I'm, Jim was a bit displeased, and he may have walked. I think he pulled his team off the pitch because he just wasn't happy with with the way the Cobbs were refing the game and, and they were behaving. So. Yeah, I mean, there's no nothing, nothing official has been submitted to the to the committee yet, um, so we'll have to see what comes out of that one. If they reft it like their lino lines it, I'd be very surprised if it was fair. Exactly. <laughs> it has to be said. Sorry, boys, it has to be said. Uh, Saha 11, as I said earlier, having their game um, awarded to them. Uh, Rog, you've got to eat your hat on that one, unfortunately. We, we, uh, yeah, we... I have. Like I, said, I've, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'll take it on the chin. Um, you know, we, we were desperate to play. I had a good, I had a, had a full 16-man squad ready to play. Um, unfortunately for Southside Blues, I couldn't get a team together, which they've been struggling of, of late. Um, but like I said, it, it's it's three more points on the board for us. Um, you know, three more points that we desperately needed to avoid relegation. Um, and now we're looking up. 
Um, yeah, and, and we're looking forward to the, to the next few few weeks. Some big games coming up for us, but we but we needed the three points, so I'll take it. Absolutely, uh, <clears> and sadly, uh, Woodside handing their their result to Sanders <clears throat> JFC. It was sad for Woodside, but good for Russell and the lads. Obviously, um, yep. they get a win uh, handed to them without kicking a ball at Woodside. A surprise one for me, Woodside. That they I would have thought they'd have been well up for that game. I, I thought they would have been as well, but um, Connor, the, the, the gaffer there, was saying that he, he, he was he couldn't get a team out. A lot of his, lot of his boys were out on on were going out on Saturday night, and he, I think he had eight players available and didn't have a goalie, so um, he wasn't going to put a team out and uh, and and get beat heavily. So, you know, it's, it's unfortunate for them, but JFC they they would they would they need the points to stand any chance of of closing that gap on MFC. So I'm, I'm sure Russell would have been delighted with that. Absolutely. Uh, in Division 2, uh, goal coaching awarded a game by the now, it seems, folded for the season at least. Rog, Addison yep. Corinthians finally fallen on their sword. Yeah, it's it's been a long time coming. Um, it's It's been unfortunate for them. It's been a bit, bit, bit of a sad sad story. You know, Corinthians have been in the league for a long time. Um, and this season, they just they just struggled and struggled and struggled. Um, I think it, the call should have been made a bit, a bit sooner, if I'm honest. But it's been made now. I think we've said all along, haven't we, that it, if it's not sometimes the club can fold and go again next season. But all those yep. players that have been attached to the club and perhaps were available week in and week out. I yep. mean, let's have a quick look at the at the league table because um, how many games did they not? If, let's assume that, that any game that Corinthians lost was has been so fifteen games on the board at the moment. One win, no draws, and fourteen losses. So let's. There's at least 14 games there. Let's let's have a look. Hang on. One, two, three, four, four games they've they've managed to play, actually play this season. They lost to KFC, they lost to Albo 4 0. Um, they lost to South London Royals, which is you know a big statement of where they are, really. And they lost to Albo. Um, so out of all the games they've played this season, they've only managed to get a team out four times. Those poor players that have been attached to Addison Corinthians, and I'm not having a go at anyone who was who was trying to hold on to the club, uh, because no. obviously these these things are a labour of love for a number of years, and it's very hard yep. um, to make that final decision. But th- they must have had four or five players there sitting waiting to play football every single week, um, and now hopefully there's no they, it's not the uh, deadline yet for transfers in the quarter municipal. I'm not sure what ruling you have on that towards the end of the season, but hopefully those players can now go and get registered. And play I somewhere else. Deadline has passed. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if there'll be there'll, an exception sort of will be made um, for for their players that have, that have you know have, have not played barely all season. So you know, yeah. that, that discussion for a later date, I suppose. It's a tough one for the Corinthians uh, lads, but uh, the right decision has been made. Uh, a big game in the uh, Division Two title hope uh, title race, should I say? Uh, Dynamo Duppers winning five one. Rog, Dynamo Duppers, top of the table now in Division 2. Um, yep. they, they're clear of Elbow um, by uh, four points. Yep. Um, looking really good. Um, we, we were, I was assuming that Elbow were outright favourites um, for it, but it's still a lot to do for the Elbow boys. And South Sea Wanderers, nine points further back from Dynamo Duppers. Um, Dynamo with two games to play. Yep. This is this, what a title race in Division 2. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, we've been we've been we've been singing singing Albo's praises all season and saying that that they're they're looking like they're going to romp it, but. You know, on closer inspection, it is a free horse race, and and I think Southsea are going to have a massive say in it. There's some big games coming up in the title race. Yeah. Um, you know, Dynamo Duppers have got the points on the board and and sitting sitting top of the league. Um, so the pressure's all on the pressure is all on Albo and Southsea to win their games in hand. Um, you know, and with that comes um, comes comes um, you know added pressures and stuff. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna make for an interesting end of the season in Division Two. Um, and at the moment, it, it's 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 tough to call who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna come out on top. Absolutely, South Sea Wanderers with the goal difference there um, on the goal better goal difference on Dynamo Dapper. So those nine points would put them top. Um, yep. But um, because the way that the fixtures are done on the on football meter, you can't really look ahead to see who's left to play. I don't know if they've all played each other just yet. Uh, but what a fantastic running! Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, it's it's exci- it, I think a lot of the divisions this year have been, uh, you know, it's been it's been tough. It's been it's been tight at the top between a number of teams. Um, so yeah, I mean, Division Two have got they've got some really good teams in Division Two. Um, Duppers, Albion, and Southsea, three very good sides. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see to see who manages to come out on top. Uh, Union hand in their opposition, Albo United, um, an away win um, yesterday. Sadly, Union clearly unable to. Uh, Razor team, uh, Albo United, don't get to improve their um, goal difference, which is healthy anyway. Um, they're fine in their uh, in their challenge. They just need to keep getting the wins done, and the title is theirs. In Division Three, um, Chelsea Athletic Reserves lose five one to Addington United. Addington back to winning ways. Um, this is this title race isn't over any either. We'll get into that in a minute. Croydon United and FC Twenty Five draw three all. Um, a good point for Croydon um, United against FC 25. Uh, yep. Constant for FC 25. Grabbed a brace. Uh, three separate scorers for uh, Croydon United. Um, Croydon United ending the season with their head held high. Really pleased with how things have gone with themselves. I saw one of their players on social media last week talking about the club and how how much they've improved and how enjoyable it is to play their football um, with the club. So, Good things and good news for the for the future of Croydon United. Definitely, I mean, you, you, I mean, enjoying it. It shows that they are enjoying it because you know after after a terrible start where they was the whipping boys of the division. Yeah, uh, they, they turned the corner and and you know their form of late has been has been good. Um, you know they they they, they look like they're going to finish the season um, finish the season well. Um, and and it, it it gives them a good build, good 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 base and a good building block for 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 next season. I think. Absolutely. Uh, well done, boys. Good point, uh, perhaps, for uh, for both teams there. 25 have been great this year. Uh, Croydon United improving, so somewhere in the middle they've met and uh, a draw was shared. Good stuff. Uh, Souls win 6-2 against struggling goal coaching reserves. Welcomed three points and lots of goals for the Souls boys. Well done, lads. Um, big The big game of the day in Div 3, Surrey Park Rangers uh, against South London Royals Reserves. Dan, in his interview... Um, that you heard before this section uh, saying that South London Royals Reserves were a top side. He expected them still to play their part in the Division 3 title race. Um, they've they've halted, sorry, Park Rangers yesterday, Rog, yep. from getting the getting the, the points needed to win the, the division. They still need, um, to, I think they need two more points if, if they're going to do it by goal difference or they need three to get it done mathematically. Yep. Um, we knew that John and the lads would have a say in this, didn't we? 
Definitely, yeah. Um, and South London Royals reserves have come on leaps and bounds this season. Um, you know, they for, 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 for seasons for a few years they were they were the basement boys in Division Three, um, but they they've turned the corner and their form this season has been very good. Um, unfortunately for them, there's just been there's, there's two sides that are, that have that have well, sort of three sides, I suppose, that have that have been better off. Um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's uh, Division Three is um I'm you know I'm really impressed with Division Three this season. Um, there's 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 a few good few good teams in there. Um, it's been an, it's been an exciting season down in Division Three, definitely. Has been a real good season. You have to look down to uh, Souls. They can't win it now. Souls can only get to thirty nine points with um uh, it's a eighteen game season with ten teams. Souls can get twelve more points. That's put that put them on thirty nine. They're out of it. Um, South London Royals reserves. Um, they have two to play. They can get to uh, thirty-nine points. So sadly, yeah. they're out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santola, sixteen points, um, thirty-nine points. They can get. They're out of it. They can't yep. win it. Um, Addington United have three games to play. They can get to forty-three points. Yep. Um, and sorry, Park Rangers with one game left to play on forty-one points. If they win that. Mathematically clear. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure if Sarri Park Rangers' last game of the season is against, but I'm, they'll fancy they'll fancy it. Um, you know, it's 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 in their hands. All Addington can do is win their games and and, and hope hope that Sarri Park Rangers drop some points. Um, but it's been like I said, it's been a fascinating season in Division Three. Um, I'm, I'm I'm delighted to see it. But it's usually the last few years it's been one team that's just run away with it. Um, this this year it's been it's been different. There's been teams. It's been it's going to go right to the wire, um, and it, and it's good to see. It's it's healthy for the Corinthian League. Absolutely, that that race for uh, second place as well is going to be an interesting one with only one point splitting uh, those the, the second place to fourth place teams who have to be <coughs> considered the favourites for those positions. Um, yep. That's going to be interesting. Any slip ups now, uh, and there are there will be teams waiting to capitalise. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic running. Well done to all the teams for making it such a brilliant season in Div 3. Uh, in, in the Quota Municipal League Challenge Cup, um, these are two quarterfinal fixtures that were played yesterday. Uh, South Sea Wanderers win 3-1 against uh, Prem Division Sandersted. Um, sadly, more than predictable, that one, uh, Rog. Oh, yeah, I mean, they've, they've, they've had a good run in, in cup competitions of Sandersted. Um, the league form, obviously, uh, has been has been not been great, been poor for them. Um, but yeah, we I mean we've said for last since last season that South Sea Wanderers are sharks. You know they, <laughs> and 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 I think they've accepted that now. I think they'll see on their social media they add sharks to their tweets. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know we know they've got some players. We know they can play. Um, you know I don't think any team would, would want to come up against them in the semi finals. Um, yeah, great result for them. Um, you know, yeah, just just can they can they keep this going in in the league from now and and, and close that gap on on the top two? We haven't done the semi final draw yet, have we? We've not. No, you, you semi, still... no, we've still got. We've I've got my quarterfinal to play. Spartans have got theirs quarterfinal to play as well. So there's two more quarterfinals to play. So the quarterfinals are you against Gold Coaching? Gold Coat. That's it. And Spartans against Addiscombe Casuals. Yep. Cool. What a great cup. Um, no, I'll yeah. tell you what, no one will fancy South Sea Wanderers, that, that's for sure. Definitely not, no, definitely not. I mean, I suppose we're, we're, the, we're the team that everyone wants in the semi, if we can get through to the semi-finals, so. 
yeah, it's it's been a great cup this year, League Cup. It's, it's really good, and it's it's good to see team a team from from you know outside the top two divisions uh, get into the semi finals. Fantastic Agreed. to see. Agreed. Sadly, um, Kaizen unable to uh, get their name in the hat for the semi final. They played Prem Division Bosjam. Big upturn in form for the Bosjam boys, ending the season um, really well, considering I think we tipped them to to finish bottom of the division this season. A one nil yep. win for Bosjam, getting the job done. Uh, probably wasn't an easy an easy job to get done, guys. And we know our good side, uh, yep. but maybe a bit of experience and know how gets the game over the line. And Bosjam in the hat. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a good season for Bosjam, considering yeah. they was they was tipped for relegation. I think they're they're sort of. I don't know that was it fourth or fourth in in, in the, fourth in the Premier Division are they fourth in the Prem yeah sitting, sitting fourth in the Prem semi finals of the of the League Cup so you know couldn't couldn't ask for more I suppose not really I mean they've won five drawn one and lost three out of their nine, nine games probably where we would it uh, better than we expected them to, to be yep. uh, so yeah I think it's been a good finish to the season for Bosnia they can uh, pat themselves on the back and, and prepare for next season uh, after what has been a good one for them this year yeah. uh, game the results of the week then Rog what, what did you pick for for this week I picked um, Casuals JFC, yeah JFC and Casuals game Casuals fantastic win for them um, put some right in the mix for the for, for the Prem, Prem division um, Dynamo Duppers got in did they not uh, no no I left them out didn't I because I think that was a, that was a not a surprising win. I, I picked out Adelaide United um, because their form has dropped off of late, and they and need their favourite team. They are exactly yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no shame in that. <laughs> um, yeah, so th- they needed they needed that win to keep the pressure on on Sire Park Rangers. I picked out what was the other one I picked out? South Sea uh, Wanderers were definitely in there. South Sea were definitely. I can't remember the fourth game I picked out. To be fair, oh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to ruin the the. The, cont- the continuity of yeah I know was it was it did I pick up Souls uh, I've got it somewhere so uh, Croydon JFC uh, the, you've done the Addison Casuals 5-2 win um, the Addington United 5-1 win the Souls 6-2 win yeah. and the South Sea Wanderers 3-1 win all fair um, perhaps Santola's 3-1 against Fulton Eve although that's not much of a surprise, is it? I'm trying to trying to get you in trouble with the team. No, here. no. I think Souls <laughs> needed as well. I think I think they they've dropped off a bit of late. Um, so Souls, that's a good turnaround for them. Good result. Good, you know, six goals in the game. Um, but I think they're still in in with a with a slight chance of promotion as well. So outside yeah. chance, definitely for Souls. Outside, they'll yeah. need to they'll need to win all of their games now and hope that uh, someone does them a favour and they can slip into second or third place uh, on the back of. The failure of others, but just a too slow a start for Souls this season to get that over the line for them, I think. Rog, I'll see you on the other side for the games of the week and the predictions with Russell. Sure will. So, over to Jamie and the OBD SFL results for yesterday, Sunday, the 27th of February. Jamie, how are you? I'm very well. I'm gutted I'm not in the hot seat discussing the hot topics tonight, but hopefully I'll be back next week. Yeah, uh, from the power of, by the power of Zoom today, uh, Hugo, uh, Jamie and Roger uh, Gibbs will be in Silk Towers. Uh, next week, hopefully, Jamie back, back with yeah, us sure. in Silk Towers. So, 
the results from yesterday. Uh, in the senior, Lambeth All-Stars beating Blendon 3-1. Um, after some good draws, uh, the wind perhaps knocked out of Blendon sales with the loss to uh, Farnborough last week. Jamie, uh, Lambeth All-Stars back to their seeming seemingly best. Maybe they, yeah. didn't have, maybe they didn't have to be yesterday, but seemingly Lambeth putting some results together now. Yeah, I don't think they would need to be particularly great um, to win that one, Lambeth. But I think if you asked nine out of ten people, they probably would have predicted a Lambeth goal, but a uh, win by a couple of goals. So yeah, makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, I like to blend them. Well done, Lambeth All Stars. Uh, they keep going with with this form. Uh, with the result in a minute, we could see uh, them close the gap, depending on the reaction to this one. Essie Dons winning two one against Hatcham yesterday in the big senior title. Uh, fight. <coughs> Don's getting one back on Hatcham, who dumped him out of the Kent Cup. Uh, Essie Don's now flawless, the only flawless li- uh, flawless team in the senior division. Jamie two one Don's. I think I I think I've said that last week and got probably five points. I've not checked, but I think you might have, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but um, we did say it when we were talking about it last week. Like they just find a way to win these games, don't they? Um, Essie Don's, especially after they lose to a team. Yeah. Did it with Lambeth, they've done it now with Hatcham as well. So um they've obviously got something about them. Um and it's a massive, massive win for them. Put some right in the driving seat. I don't even think Gibbs could kick them at the driving seat this week. Um despite his best efforts. But yeah, Hatcham were kind of gracious in defeat. I saw some comments on Twitter, but um yeah, interesting to see if Dons can now go the whole hog without losing. Yeah, that was I put that on social media yesterday. The the FC Bickley uh, invincible season fifteen sixteen now uh, something that yes, the SE Dons will have their eyes on. Uh, Hatching with that draw against Lambeth All Stars uh, in recent weeks, and now the loss that's four points uh, dropped, uh, five points dropped for them, should I say? Um, now this season, um, they need to get that win back against SE Dons in the next time they play, and another snooker. Um, they're relying on others now. Hatchem is it's in Essie Don's hands. Do you think they can go unbeaten? Yes. So they are. But I think I think they could go unbeaten and not win it. I think they could draw a couple and then Hatchem can make the points back up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they'd have to draw if they're five points, they're five points behind, so they'd have to draw they'd have to draw three. Essie Don's would have to draw. Did that not happen? was it Hatchem Beckham Manor, I think? Yeah, when I'm beating and went unbeaten and didn't win the league. Yeah. Uh, Farnborough Reserves won the league, yeah. Crazy, isn't it? What a shitter. Yeah. Uh, into the Prem. Uh, Beckenham Rovers won all against FC Elmstead. Uh, Farnborough Reserves lose 4-1 to Saha. Um, Saha showing more of the team we expected them to be. Uh, LSE Giants and Sporting Club Thamesmead draw 2 all. That one not helping either team, really, Jamie. And at the top, the top end of the division, MSL beat Hacienda 2-1. What a fucking crazy division that one is. I know, and if there were any... Well, to be fair, I think there was some issues with full-time yesterday. Not sending out the text, but that would have been in for a shout of for result of the week, MSL there. Um, Saha, notable mention as well. It's a yeah. fantastic result away to Farnborough. Never an easy place to go. No. Um, we obviously got a little kind of one-liner report saying... Uh, it was a closer game than four-one scoreline would suggest, but good on them putting the putting the bonnet back in the net and making it look a bit more glossy. So it's a mad mad division. We see it every week. It's it's probably one of the best ones. If you go and watch a couple of games in it, yeah, I don't think you'd ever be disappointed. 
it's as, it's as competitive a division, I think, as you can get from from LSC up to your your Sahars, your Sports King, All Stars. There's nothing in it really between any any of the teams. They can all beat each other. It's a brilliant division. Uh, about time the Prem Division got some credit in the OBDSFL because it's often overlooked. Uh, teams just want to get through that division straight into the senior. Um, so I'm really glad to see that becoming a real good division. Uh, Hacienda will be pissed at losing that one yesterday against MSL. We've seen for the most of the season, MSL managed to be unbeaten. They've had a little uh, rock of rocking form uh, recently, um, but they seem to be uh, back to their best. Interesting to see what happens with them. No, no uh, Sports King uh, playing yesterday in the Prem Division. So that's more games in hand for them uh, to catch up on. In Div 1, uh, about another battle at the top. Hatch and Royals played West Wickham. Uh, this was an intriguing game. 2-0 Hatch and Royals yesterday, Jamie. On their home patch, um, probably more comfortable against West Wickham, who know how to play their, their own pitch um, very well with the slope. Uh, but Hatch and Royals put them to the sword. 2-0, clinical. Yeah, beating a title rival, 2-0. Job done. Fantastic Sunday. That must have felt for the boys after the game. Brilliant. Well done to Don and all the Hatch and Royals boys. Uh, West Wickham live to tell to try again next week. Um, no harm done, potentially, to their promotion hopes. Title hopes, maybe. Lots of games in hand for Hatch and Royals. Um, and that would be um, that would be a very handy three points for them this season. Royal Southwark lose 2-1 to Lewisham Islamic Centre. Without doubt, one that should have made games of the week, Jamie. Results yeah, well, of the week. Again, again full-time, to blame. Like it was playing up last night, wasn't it? Yeah, not a, a lot of teams didn't get the text message to report the results. So, um, yeah, we're better right off this week for result of the week. But um, fantastic result for for the Lucian boys. For us, a look, a couple of defeats on the spin now, which is very unlike them. I read their social um, media today. It said three defeats on the yeah, spin. There you go. So, I mean. Can we play them next week? Maybe don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy win waiting for Sunday next week, but them um, no excellent result for for Lewisham. Uh, they've played them a few good results here and yeah. there, but nothing really too notable. But that yeah, that would have been a good one for them yesterday. Absolutely, a fantastic win, probably their win of the season. I know their style of play gets a lot of plaudits, especially from from refs and who have told me yet yeah, they play great football, really good team to referee. Uh, Southwark won't be well. Southwark will not be happy with that. Um, but free all all credit to Lewisham Islamic Centre. Well done, lads. Uh, my game yesterday was Sydenham Sports against Club Langley. Uh, Club Langley, good form continuing. They beat Sydenham Sports 5-1 uh, down at Sydenham Sports there. Um, pitch was firm, I must say, apart from one sort of metre square patch in the, in the corner of the pitch. Firm pitch, no problems with that at all. Uh, the problem for the Sydenham boys was, Jamie, that they had a big night out the night before that ended at six o'clock in the morning. Um, and they were at sixes and sevens um, for the first half of the game. 3 nil up. Langley took advantage. Um, played some really good football, I have to say. Good footballing team. Um, Well-organised side. All seemed to know what each other were doing. 3 uh, nil up at half-time. Uh, and then a change of shape for Sydney. Just slightly... Um, it put them in better stead. The three at the back with wing with wing backs, which protected them down the sides. Where um, Club Langley seemed to get quite a lot of joy in the first half. Uh, Sydney scored the goal of the game, has to be said. Uh, but Langley got the game over the line. Tremendous game of football. Um, two sort of older sets of players. I don't want to say they were old, but not 
not early 20s, more mid to late 20s, early 30s. Um, fantastic chat during the game. Uh, all the good stuff that you love. Um, Sunday morning football for. Thank you very much for the game, boys. Uh, Jamie, I described the jug juggernaut yesterday as more like Thomas the Tank Engine. Um, it seemed to trigger Duncan on social media, but uh, I know he knows that I was joking. You live, you play them Tuesday night. In yeah, so the, it's uh, Thomas the Tank, tank Engine meets Tim in the tugboat. Absolute <laughs> shutter. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, see them live to they'll they'll be. I just said draw a line under that one. They know it wasn't their day yesterday. It was never going to be. But I well, look at it. I don't think they've got a game on Sunday, so I don't know why they didn't just save the night out until next weekend. Yeah, I mean, but I've heard I've heard Monday nights out in Sydney are excellent. So I mean, really cheap night out. So I don't know. <laughs> but if they want to maybe just drown the drown the sorrows for that defeat by another big session tonight. Yeah, lunch lunchtime in Dartford's pretty good on Tuesdays as well, isn't it? Is it? Ah, great. Aye, I'll, I'll see them in there. In Div Two, Blase played the Greenwich Mariners two one um, to Blase Ballers, um, a team doing really well in Division Two. Jamie. Another tight defeat for the Mariners. This must be getting right on your tits. It's about my considered boy bouncy tits. Um, it's another week where we've lost to one a team who by beating us go top of the league, which is yeah, not the best. But how did the game but, go? Did you deserve anything out of it? Oh yeah, did deserved at least a point. I think um, first half. I mean. <laughs> There's a bizarre incident at the start of the game where we've, their keepers fumbled one and it's gone out for a corner. The line was not flagged for it, but I think their centre-half thought they had and they had been given and he's, the keepers just handed the centre-back the ball and he's standing in his own box just holding this, holding this ball. Uh, and we didn't get a penalty for it, which is unusual. Um, hopefully they clip that in the, the video highlights. But uh, part of that was probably their best moment in the first half, if I'm honest. We were absolutely <laughs> rank, honestly, rank rotten. Um, 2 0 down, could have been a couple more, and they missed a few good chances. Um, there's a couple of nice players in the midfield, a couple of tidy boys, and uh, they, were all, they had a team full of guys who were all comfortable on the ball and, and at kind of our level that that's enough to get you results most of the time. Um, but second half, Give the lads a bit of air, talking to a few changes um, in personnel, and it sprung us into life. We were just we were getting in their faces, winning first and second balls, um, sustaining pressure, and managing to string some passes together. Um, we got the goal back for a penalty, Stonewaller. The keeper's absolutely flattened my striker. Um, and Damali put that away and then made one cleared off the line just about five minutes after that. Ah. Which we were aware of. To be fair, I don't know if his keeper saves it or the boys like, managed to scoop it with, with his chest or something. I don't know. Hopefully it's on the highlights. But um, yeah, we were all dancing about We thought it was in. But fair play to them for that. And they, they held on for the win. They'd had a couple of opportunities on the break. Um, but to be fair, the Center, my centre back has got back and made an absolute world day in a goal line clearance. Otherwise, the game would have been dead and buried. But yeah, just half chances again that we, we couldn't really create anything spectacular apart from that one that got cleared off the line, kind of similar to the new Beckenham game. We were never fully out of it, but we never really done enough, I think, just to go and earn the draw. Um, probably could have got it with the effort and the way we played the second half, but if you're not going to create anything too clear-cut, then it's always going to be difficult to score goals. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's the tale of it at the minute, but I mean, yeah, we, we find ourselves bottom of the table now, but we're not really focused too much on that. 
Um, we'll, we'll just keep playing every game as it comes and see where we end up coming into May. Um, I'm pretty, I'm still pretty confident that we'll be in a safeish position by then. Good luck to you, boys. Uh, Chislurst played uh, Hayden Youth in the a replay of a cup game, uh, midweek game that I ref the other week. It was five four to Chislurst uh, on that night, and this time Hayden Youth win four one against Chislurst. Just seemed to have. I think they lost last week and they lost this week as well, Chislurst. Um, I think they got beat heavily by Blase Ballers last week. Did they not, Jamie? Yeah, 6-2, I think it was. Yeah, and they've lost heavily this week. Don't know what's happening to Chislurst. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, these teams are getting done sixes and fours and all that, and we're just getting two ones nicked against us and we're yeah. fucking bottom. But I mean, it's an excellent result for Hayden, especially given, obviously, you said that the way that Chislurst uh, won the cup tie, 5-4. Um, so they managed to obviously keep a few extra goals at Hayden and scored a customary four. <laughs> yeah, so they're excellent three points, and they're keeping up the table as well. Yeah, Hayden. they are. We had big. We had we we thought Hayden would be good this season. They're coming. They're starting to show uh, what what we thought they would they would be uh, towards the end of the season. Well done, lads. Uh, LSU uh, lose three two to Phoenix Sports two. Uh, Manorwood five. DC football seven. Uh, a, cra- a crazy, a crazy scoreline. But Jamie, just one of those again. DC, DC, back-to-back wins in the last two weeks. Um, I think now, uh, mm-hmm. just showing we've all thought that they were a decent side. We couldn't see how they were losing so much uh, and seemed to be around the bottom. Two wins, and uh, it looks like they've got a little light of little sort of hope of of uh, staying up this season. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's a good time of season to start stringing some results together. Um, they love a high-scoring game as well, don't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would have been a good one to watch. But uh, yeah, two wins on the bounce. That's three for the season now. So um, they'll be looking forward to the next couple of games now and try and build a bit more momentum. Absolutely. Uh, unlucky to Manorwood again. Just thought we're in a little bit. Look, look like they could be um, promotion or title hopers. Uh, just faltering towards the end of the season. Will they have enough? To, to get it over the line, we'll see plenty of competition in Div 2. And the last game in Div 2, Alpington 3, Broccoli 3. Alpington, drawing games you expect them to win, but maybe winning games you don't expect them to win. Uh, strange old team at, at, at times, Alpington, uh, with the results uh, not very consistent at all. Uh, in Div 3, Belmont draw 2 all with Hayden Reserves um, and seem to be pointing fingers at the man in the middle. Um, in the wrong way on social media. Uh, don't like yeah, to see that. You don't do that. Speak to speak to your the best refs. Well, what, what, what if he went into work, right? And then he looked on Twitter and his boss is on Twitter absolutely slating him for yeah. being shady at his job. <laughs> Just shut up, man. We don't like that. You've got, as I say, you've got the best referee secretary in Sunday football um, at your beck and call. Just give him a call and speak about it. Don't do it on social media. You'll get fined at the bare minimum. It doesn't look it doesn't look good on your club, and you get fined for it. So just speak to Dave, and you won't get any. You, there's no comeback on it at all. Yeah, I, I never understood it. Like I understand people have got the right to say whatever they want on social media. Right? I get that, and people obviously do abuse it. But surely the whole point is, that they're trying to make is they're not pleased with the refereeing performance, and saying stuff on Twitter doesn't rectify it. Just. Nah. Pointless. It's just an echo chamber looking for people to give you likes. So yeah. maybe just go through the right channels and grow up a wee bit. I can agree on that one. Crayford Arrows 1, Ellis Athletic 4. 
Uh, LS Athletic having a good old time at the moment, starting to put some wins together. Uh, Crayford Arrows dropping off their season uh, in Div 3, some more games. Deptford 1, the Warren 4. Deptford's tough season continues. They're not getting tranced every week, though, Jamie. Close close results. Um, looks like they're making small improvements and they keep playing, which is important. As yeah, fair play to them. I mean, this, I think they're one of the teams where we're just going to wait and they're going to win a game towards the end of the season, aren't they? And we're all going to go mad. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We'll be, we'll be, uh, we'll be celebrating when they do eventually win. In Div Four, Crayford Arrows reserves draw three all with Phoenix Sports Four. Um, a massive result given the next the next score, Jamie. Yeah. Crayway winning two one. That's a nice bit of space for Crayway. Crayway now between them. And Crayford Arrows reserves Wilgar slipping up a massive result for Crayway in that Div Four title chase. Two massive results for them, I think. Yeah, the, the Phoenix draw with Crayford Arrows a, a nice little bonus on top of their own very good win. But again, they're, they're not smashing through teams. You know, they're winning these games by the old goal. Um, so it just shows you that it's, it's a really good competitive division that fourth. Yeah, um, yeah. Whoever does win it, it looks like it probably will be Crayway. Will be worthy winners for sure. Absolutely. What a great day for Crowway yesterday. Congratulations, lads. Uh, we'll go with so many games to catch up, though. Um, we, that one really hasn't taken shape yet. So plenty of time for that, to, to for the pitcher and that one to be built. Uh, East Wickham Wanderers win 1-0 against FC United of Bromley. Uh, Ministry of Ball win 4-2 against Hawksbrook Wanderers. Uh, they're the Div 4 games. A good win for Ministry of Ball there against struggling Hawksbrook. Uh, in Division 5, FC Peak win 2-0 against Petswood Roadrunners. Hayes, Old Boys and SE Lions, Jamie, 0-0. Boring. <laughs> Boring. Uh, Kelsey Park win 3-2 against Benhurst United. Where are the Benhurst United that we grew they, to They love went on holiday and, in January yeah. and have not come back. They did, didn't they? Uh, poor old Benhurst. Their form has been atrocious. Uh, Kingsdale win 9-1 against SE Ballers. Well done to Kingsdale. Um, the Colts win 2-1 against Bexley Athletic. Come on, the Colts. These um, Colts are in danger of having a really good season, by the way. Yeah, no, promotion is on for the boys. Maybe all the Benhurst players have gone to the Colts. Maybe that's what's happened. <laughs> Maybe. You weren't giving Benhurst enough love and they thought, fuck it, we'll go to the Colts. He likes him. Yeah, they wanted to cry. Come, They wanted to cry. Come on, the Benhurst, didn't they? But We'll just leave that there. <laughs> Uh, South London Spartans lose 5-1 at home to Phoenix Sports 5. Another good division, Division 5. That title race, probably um, Hazen Picker star the top boys in that division. But that the, the uh, promotion place is really hotly contested uh, by the looks of it. It's going to be between uh, the Colts uh, and Phoenix Sports 5, Jamie, would you say? Yeah, I mean, yeah. All three of them would go up, wouldn't they? Yeah, Ben Benest have, have fallen away, so it looks like it'll be. I mean, Kingsdale won a few you always games. Think, yeah, they're, they're too far away. There may be a late kind of resurgence of someone, but I think yeah, that for the Colts are the form team up their way. Um, he's in pickups at the minute. I agree. Right, so some cup games that happened yesterday. Kamazi played the Wall. Uh, the Wall back to winning ways. It's been a while for them. Uh, it's been a. A bad time post-Christmas, I'd say, for the Wall. They've lost a few, got dumped out of some county cups. Uh, but yesterday, they destroyed Kamazi 4-0. Um, all that hard work Kamazi did in the Paul Picard. Jamie knocking out Essie Dons and Hatcham. Uh, and then they lose to the Wall. Uh, just one game too many, perhaps, for the Kamazi boys. Yeah, it's a pretty standard win for the Wall boys, isn't it? It seemed that way, doesn't it? Uh, well done to the Wall. 
um, on to the next round of the pool Picard. I'm not sure what round that is. That must be quarter or semi-final stage they've reached now. Uh, I'm not sure. It must be quite late, though. If Kamazi have beaten two teams on the way, they don't have many more than five rounds in the cup, do they? Mm, not sure. Pass. Need to do some more Pass. research. Yeah, come on, Jamie. In a Vic Farrow, um, this is the uh, 11th preliminary round in a Vic Farrow Cup, I believe. Um, still playing it from season <laughs> 1920. Uh, Broccoli Reserves lose 2-1 to East Wickham Wanderers. Well done to East Wickham on a good win. Not too many of them uh, this season um, for East Wickham boys, but they, they go through to the next round of the Vic Farrow Cup. Well done. And in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup, Rocker Seniors doing the business uh, for the OBD SFL teams. Um, they win 6-0 against Kings United. I believe Hatcham and Rocker are the two teams representing the OBD SFL still um, at this stage of the competition, Jamie. Yeah, hopefully both make it, avoid each other and get to the final. <laughs> yeah, an all OBD SFL final um, would be lovely. Jamie, that's the fixtures done. I'll see you on the other side for the games of the week. Cheers. So now on to the Southern Sunday section and we are honoured to have a champion confirmed today. Hugo from uh, Sporting Continental joins us as a guest contributor this week. Uh, Graham is uh, currently probably watching a Porto football match um, as we recalled. But uh, Hugo, welcome to the team. Hello, mate. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. Glad to be back. Thanks for Graham, stepping in, yeah. from you for being away, by the way. Just, yeah, know. no, during the season. I can't say anything, Hugo. I'm away next weekend myself, so... Um, oh, I'll, my God. I'll have a busy day on Monday next week. I'm back um, next Sunday night, so, um, yeah, Monday next week for me is going to be a very busy week. But thank you for stepping in, cutting your celebrations short, title-winning day today. We'll get we'll get into the, the details of that in a minute, but finally, Sporting Continental reached the... The Graham Dodd, the Supreme Trophy's Graham Dodd Premier Division. How's it feel? Yeah, it feels good. It's been a, a long time coming. Anyone that's been sort of following our, following our progress, even for the last couple of years, will know that, um, yeah, the results have been a little bit one-sided against most of the teams we've played yeah. against. So it's been coming. Just delighted, relieved to get it over the line, as I'm sure so is Graham. I think he said as much that he's happy. He's happy that it's done. How, how are we gonna? How many shots do we gonna try and get Graham to drink tonight? Um, I'm not too sure. I'm gonna try and say to be honest instead of to be fair, so he doesn't, you know, die too much. <laughs> well, congrats on the results today. Let's get into the results as usual. Um, we'll start with the Prem Division, the, the Supreme Trophies, Graham Dodd Premier, Wimbledon Town, and AFC Putney Firsts. Uh, getting a three-all draw. Probably a good result on paper from Wooden Town, given the, the difference in league positions, uh, Hugo. But um, Putney may be a little bit cheesed off with only getting a draw today. Yeah, I think they will be, to be honest. I'm going to be speaking to, to Wayne a little bit later on because I do sort of like their graphics um, for the goal, the, the results and the fixtures and stuff. And I'll, I'll find out his thoughts on it. But yeah, I think they would 100% have been expected to get uh, three points out of that one. But to be honest, playing against Wimbledon is never an easy game, especially over at their place. Oh, good point. Um, they may be they will be may well be pleased with the point. Uh Wimbledon Town's form of late hasn't been fantastic. Um so Putney 
uh, probably looked at as a as a three points uh, loss today or three points an opportunity for three points missed uh, Wimbledon Town probably the happier of the two teams this evening uh, into the Tony Eldridge Championship uh, sewn up today as I say by title winning now not just promotion winning title winning Sporting Continental winning 11-0 against uh, Batsy Dogs and they have struggled this season Hugo it has to be said um, but 11-0 today uh, I'll start with you guys um, that is a uh, pretty comprehensive way to win the title. Yeah, to be fair, I think... Oh, there's one shot for Graham. Um, to be honest, <laughs> uh, they they did show up with 10 men. I, I, I've got to be honest. And at halftime, it was only 2-0. We weren't playing great, but they sort of... they It looked like they came in with a game plan. They had 10 men behind the ball the whole time. I, I was playing centre-back and I think I touched the ball more than any other person in our team in that first half. So they did frustrate us because it was one early goal and then one really late goal. Uh, second half came. I'm not too sure why they sort of changed their tactics. It seemed like they changed their tactics, but at the same time, we did up it a good 10%. And then we ended up just running right, to be honest. Uh, I think the last game we played against them was 13-0 or something like that as well. So it's not really... They, they haven't really had a good time against us this year or against anyone else except for Norwood by the looks of it. Yeah, they beat Norwood earlier on in the season. Definitely, I think, the first time we started recording... Uh, the Southern Sunday section for this podcast, uh, Batsy Dogs got a, a win against the West Norwood uh, and West Norwood. Uh, that's a good segue. They lost 4-0 away to South London Giants today. 10 men for the West Norwood guys. Um, their social media suitably frustrated today. Sick of it. Um, had enough. Um, but I can't believe they don't. they won't go again. Yeah, I, I feel for Ryan a little bit. It's, it's, I think it's obviously well documented that me, me and him are good friends. Yeah. Um, or certainly football friends anyway. Football friends. Uh, so, yeah, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're good football friends. But we, we chat on WhatsApp every now and again. Um, and I think it's frustrating for him, uh, especially considering I think pre, in preseason, he had a very good team. Um, and I don't know what's happened. I think people have just been letting him down. And it's, yeah. it's, it's tough because I know how much he he loves the team. You know, you know what I mean? Like, so when yeah. we play them, for example, we only beat them 3-2 early on in the season. And then, obviously, I don't know what's gone wrong since then, because they were picking up some good results. At one point, I think they were fourth or third and not too far off the top two. So I'm not too sure what's going on there. But Ryan, definitely frustrated a little bit. Yeah, no doubt he will be. Ten men, no one likes to turn up on a Sunday. Uh, and have 11 men usually. We like to have a couple of subs, but 10 men is a struggle. South London Giants taking advantage of that with a big 4-0 win of West Norwood. They may well have done enough to be safe this season, but who knows? There's plenty of football uh, yet to be played. Good luck to the West Norwood boys. Bath Old Boys United um, draw one all with Wheatsheaf Athletic. Two teams uh, in your division, Hugo, probably uh, in good form, it has to be said. Two teams that have had good results of late. So a point probably um, easy to predict in that one. Yeah, I think so. I think um, Gary from, from Wheatsheaf, uh, they actually play on the same pitch as us. Funnily okay. enough, um, so we share home grounds for this season. Um, I, I speak to him every now and again as well. And he, I think before Christmas, he was telling me that they were struggling to get players out. But since then, he said he's finally got a good, at least 13 
most weeks and that, that's a massive help and I think he's got the same players coming as well and that's shown on the form that they've shown recently to be honest because they, they beat Cosmos twice who nearly beat us uh, and now a point against Bath Old Boys who up until the result today I think they could have shown a little bit of a late push for that second spot because yeah. they've still got to play Cosmos and Lazio I think mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's a good result for Wheatsheet that in my opinion Good result. Uh, in the Bob Dixon at League One, uh, London Hibs continue uh, to get points but not wins. Uh, a two-all draw against Putney Pacers not really helping uh, their calls very much. And the Wimbledon Commoners, um, who have been good themselves of late, um, showing their full support uh, of Ukraine with their yellow and blue kit today on social media, only getting a point against Chiswick FC, uh, Hugo. Wimbledon Commoners, of course, uh, doing the job against you boys um, and looking the business uh, form-wise, but only get nicking a draw against Chiswick. Surprise result for me. Absolutely. Um, the way they played against us, um, I would have said that they would have been obvious. Obviously, they've got Junction Elite and London Ravens on there and, and Kudos as well in their league. Yeah. But the way they played against us, they made us look bang average. And I have to be completely honest about that. When we played them, they... And it wasn't because... Yes, we had an off day, but it's very easy to point to that and, you know, not give credit to the other team. But they made us look bang average. Uh, they made us look super Sunday league, <laughs> yep. if, that, if, 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 if that makes sense. Um, so it's a very surprising result, especially for Chiswick. Chiswick will be happy with it, no doubt, yep. uh, yeah, considering yeah. where they are. They're ninth in the table, I think. So, yeah, massive result for them. And that's another point. It brings them closer to Brixton Town. Interesting division, this one in League One, especially at the bottom. Uh, lots of fighting and jostling for positions going on. In League Two, uh, Sellers' dominance continues. 7-0 win for them this week against Sporting Crabs. Very, unsu- very unsurprised uh, about that one. We don't need to dwell on that one. Norton FC, though. Uh, Hugo, 3-1 winners against Club Football Val. Hell of a, hell of a result for the Norton boys. Uh, and Ribblesdale Rovers and Atletico Buble share a 2 all. Um, but for me, that Norton result stands out. That's a fantastic result for them. That's a brilliant result for Norton. I've got a lot of time for Norton and the guys down there. Um, yeah, they'll be buzzing with that one. It's been uh, not great for them, it has to be said. And Club Football Val looked like um, they were turning the corner and really pushing on, in fact. Um, but Norton uh, grabbing a 3-1 win is massive for them. Ribblesdale Rovers, though, um, that's, that's a, a two-all to Atletico Buble. We know what an awkward side Atletico can be at times. Um, Ribblesdale probably thought they were going to get that win today, would you say? Yeah, yeah. I think I think Buble are one of those teams that they can turn up and be amazing or turn up and have an off day. I personally think that uh, Ribblesdale will probably be happy with a point yeah. uh, in this occasion. Mainly, the only reason I say that is because Buble obviously are fifth at the moment and Ribblesdale are ninth. So the win for them was needed or at any point when's needed to be fair absolutely into league three uh, and some shock results in league three as well it must be said clapham chiefs one nil against uh westminster wanderers reserves uh, that's not a shock result clapham chiefs we know and um, they don't score too many and don't concede too many either one nil to clapham chiefs against struggling westminster wanderers reserves all three of the westminster wanderers your old team uh, Hugo struggling this season. Uh, South London All-Stars lose 6-5 uh, 
at home to Ballum Mariners. A big win for the Mariners. Um, they've not enjoyed themselves very much this year in League Three, but that must have been a breath of fresh air for them today. Uh, but the big result in League Three, Park Life B, winning 4-1 against Harbert Rovers. Uh, Hugo, are the wheels falling off of Harbert Rovers? Oh, mate, massive result that. Huge massive, result. Massive, massive result. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be... Honestly, I'd love to speak to one of the Harbour Rovers guys and, and find out what on earth happened. Because I don't think I don't think anyone saw that coming. Maybe only the Park Life players, to be honest. Hamp- and maybe Hampton, that's what it is. Hampton, Hampton Terriers writing themselves off in the league after their defeat. But Harbour Rovers doing their best to put the uh, Hampton boys back in the title race. Back in it, yeah, absolutely. Strange result for that. Well done to Park Life B. That goes down as one of our uh, results of the day, without a shadow of a doubt, when the polls go out um, on Sunday evening, I, ho- I hotly anticipate Park Life B will be involved in League Four. Friends of the podcast, Clapham Wanderers, unable to halt or arrest this awful season that Dan and the boys are having. They lose 2-0 to Locomotive Wimbledon. Junction League seconds draw 1-0 with Baron Ballum Badgers. Westminster Wanderers thirds lose 3-0 to Sport in London. Um, Westminster Wanderers, um, Hugo, from the outside looking in, looks like a fantastic club. I'm sure it's brilliantly run. You've been involved with the team. Uh, but on the pitch this season, it's it's really sort of taken a nosedive for them. Yeah, um, I think Alex does a fantastic job as chairman, owner and everything uh, with the team. I think they've done the, a lot especially with the first team to recruit this season and get some younger legs in um i think to be honest they were if it wasn't for covid they may have gone down last season i think i i think they were bottom if i remember correctly okay uh, when covid hit so maybe it's just continued from there and then to be to it's just trickling down really with the rest of the teams by the looks of it yeah, they're having a, they're having a poor season. They won't they won't enjoy it. They may be looking forward for the season to end uh, and to get that recruitment process going again in the summer. Junction, uh, but a good point should I say for Ballon Badgers against Junction Elite seconds who have been uh, in good form uh, for most of the season this year. Um, and yeah, Sport in London continue their resurgence against Westminster thirds. Well done to them uh, in League Six. Just the one game. Uh, a big game as well. UBL CFC seem to uh, never lose whenever I notice their results. They win 5-4 against London Ravens B. UBL CFC seem like a decent outfit in League 6, Hugo. Yeah, they've got they've got a very good, well, they've got a decent enough record. They've they've drawn two and lost two and won five. So, yeah, that's a very good result for them. And that that them three points actually put them a lot closer to London Ravens B team and Argentina who are both obviously pushing for that um, playoff spot. Do you think that's enough just to knock London Ravens B out of the title race, or are they still they still got a shot? It's tough to say. I think they they they've, they will keep going until the end, hundred percent. But I think that is a big big it's a big dent, isn't it? That they've 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 lost there. Yeah, it's a big dent in it. League Seven, two games in League Seven. Barnes Stormers lose two one to out of form. Victoria Line Velocity, they'll be pleased with the three points today uh, and a big game in the relegation battle um, at the bottom of League 7. Peckham Cosmos losing 2-0 at home to Olympic Mayonnaise. Olympic Mayonnaise probably going into the game favourites based on league 
placings anyway, Hugo, but 2-0, that looks like Peckham Cosmos could be playing in League 8 next season. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think they've played 14 games now, not picked up many points. They've had one win. Um, they can't buy a win right now by the looks of it. And I think Olympic Mayonnaise will be very, very, very happy with that, especially most, most, more than anything, the clean sheet, considering they've conceded nearly 50 goals this season. Yeah, the important bit now is to put a second win uh, on the back of this this win today. Uh, and it's looking more lo- more likely that the Olympic Mayonnaise lads will stay in League 7 for next season. Good win, boys. Uh, in League 8, Pimlico Penguins draw 1-0 against Junction Elite Fourths. Uh, East Putney lose 1-0 to Rosendale Sports. Uh, Mondial B win 6-1 against Kudos Athletic Seconds. Um, and last game in League 8, St Matthews Project B lose 5-1 to Clapham, uh, Ballum and Clapham Albion. Um, all of those games, I think, going as expected. Maybe the Penguins would have expected to beat Junction Elite Falls. Rosendale Sport first. They've Their goals are drying up slightly, Hugo. They were bashing teams earlier in the season. And now they seem to be getting games over the line by uh, one and two goals. Uh, Mundial B back to form after an indifferent month or so. Uh, but Ballam and Clapham Albion with a big win against St Matthews Project B. Yeah, I think Rosendale at this point, maybe they've had an injury with their forward lines. I'm not too sure. So, But they will want to start getting those goals back somehow. Uh, but a 1-0 win is a 1-0 win. Uh, if you don't concede, you win most games and they'll be happy with the three points, keeping them three points in front Absolutely. of um, Ballam and Clapham. Absolutely. Bellum and Clapham getting the win and Mundial B. So the pressure uh, was on Rosendale Sports first to get that win over the line, which they did. Uh, and well done to the teams. All, as I say, all of those games in the title race in League 8 going with form. So no one's gained or lost any ground on each other. This week, well done to all the teams. League 9, Brixton Stain win 5-4 against Clapham Athletic. A good win for Brick Sustain in what looks like a cracker of a game. Hugo, uh, rush goal is perhaps today uh, in this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, not, 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 sure, not sure they had actual keepers in goal today. <laughs> uh, a great game by the sounds of it. Uh, end-to-end stuff, no doubt. In League 10, South London Pekin get a win. Uh, not too many of those for them this season. 1-0 against Old Sutonians. Uh, great win, South London Pekin. Uh, Mass Vida. Win a big game in League 10 against SW Lions under 23s. Masvida winning 4-1. I think that puts SW Lions out of the promotion race in League 10. Uh, Club International, the football Clapham, draw two all with Junction Elite fifths. Hugo Masvida seem to be a real decent team in League 10 and they are going to push, uh, I think St Andrews are the team in League 10, if I remember rightly. Yeah, um, they're going right. to They're going to push them all the way. Yeah, 100%. Um, so the St. Andrews team, funnily enough, I grew up with um, almost all of their players. Uh, we all come from the same estate. St. Andrews is a youth club around the Victoria, Pimlico area. Okay. Um, the manager, I think, for this season is Edson. Very good friend of mine. Um, so when you look at their starting very, 11... Very, very good players. So, yeah, I was going to say, when you look at the, their lineup and you think they're in League 10, that is crazy. Uh yeah, a, a little bit, but you've got you've got to start somewhere, you know. What I mean, it's it's a case of you can't they've they've come into a league um where the committee don't really know too much about them, they don't really know too much about the league. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, it's not like 
when you well we didn't have to do it when we signed up to join the league we didn't have to hand in a list of players and then graham doesn't go and do his research to see yeah. who, who the players are but yes yeah, St andrews i think could comfortably play maybe five six leagues above if i'm being honest <laughs> uh, we'll wait and see what happens with st andrews obviously um a good win today for mass Vida. they're not giving up the chase yet uh, until it's mathematically impossible uh, they'll keep going some cut games now from the Southern Sunday, uh, Donovan Thomas Cup, Staff Dara FC beating Merton Athletic 1-0. Uh, a good win for Dara against the tough Merton Athletic. Um, but probably that one going as expected, Hugo. Yeah, probably. Um, but at the same time, I think, if, if I'm right, um, Merton have a striker that is firing on all cylinders. Yeah, yeah they have. <laughs> So I would have backed them to score at least one goal today, if I'm honest. We know on their day, Dara FC are a good side. So uh, perhaps yeah, just Dara, Dara, for me, are very frustrating. And, I, and to be fair, I speak to them all the time. Um, they have some very, very good players. Like, uh, so last year, so my goalkeeper now played for them last year. Uh, one of their players, uh, Sanchez, who plays in midfield for them, has played for us as well. Very good players um, all around the pitch. Uh, their right back, uh, I think, is Sam, midfielder, Pete, forward, David. They've. It's just, I don't know if they get a consistent team out every week. Yeah. Uh, and I think if they did, they would be up there in their league. Um, but evidently something goes wrong. So in the league's going wrong, but something very right in the Donovan Donovan Thomas Cup. They are into the next round. Well done, boys. Uh, some more Donovan Thomas Cup fixtures. Parthenope and Southside United faced off uh, and drew one all at the end of full time. Uh, Southside United taking the game 3-1 on penalties. Um, Parthenope dumped out of the Donovan Thomas Cup. Well done to Southside United. In the Frank Blundstone, uh, AFC Bellum. And Southwest Rangers drew two all. Uh, I'm guessing this is the league. This is a group stage game still. And Parklife yeah, first. Yeah. So that 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 one. So that one is that one went to pens as well. Okay. Uh, and I think Balam won that one on pens. That's the one where you get an extra point. So. Oh uh, yeah. If, if you win the pens, you get an extra point, and I believe Balam won that one on pens. Well done to Ballum. Uh, Park Life first lose 5-1 to your sparring partners this season at the top of the championship, Hugo Lazio. 5-1 Lazio against Park Life. That's a great result for the boys. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, that's unbelievable. When we, we were at the bar and we were told the result, we all looked at each other like, what? <laughs> fantastic result for Lazio. No, that's not no disrespect to Lazio no, no, no. at all. It's a great, it's a great result it's for them. It's a fantastic result. Brilliant yeah, well result. Done. That means they're through as well. So in our group, we had um, we had Parklife from the division above. We had Lazio and we had uh, Albion also from the division above. And I think ourselves and Lazio have gone through. Fantastic. That's what we like to hear. Uh, underdogs going through in the cup. Nothing against Albion uh, or Parklife. Actually, um, Albion seemed like a great uh, bunch of guys. Oh, and... I, I loved them. I was speaking to Neil today. He um, he got in contact with his photographer because I, I told him we'd be, we'd be lifting the trophy today and uh, she came down to take some pictures for us. So he organised that. So big shout out to Neil. Fantastic. Yeah. But good for the, for the lower place teams to get through in cup competitions. We do love the cup upset. 
Um, big game in the Ken Bailey Cup. Kudos Athletic played Junction Elite first. Um, two all at full time. Junction Elite made to work for 90 minutes. It hasn't happened very often this season. Uh, and they went through 5-4 on penalties. Obviously, once it goes to penalties, it's pretty much a lottery. Um, but Hugo, kudos taking Junction Elite all the way in 90 minutes. As I say, they've had everything their own way, essentially, this season, Junction Elite. Um, so I bet uh, they uh, <laughs> had to knuckle down and put some work in today. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I know I think I predicted Junction Elite to win uh, last week. And I can't remember by how much, but it doesn't surprise me. Kudos going forward are a scary team. Scary, scary team. We played against them this season. Um, and, and Junction Elite's the same. There's two very, very good sides uh, yeah. going forward there. Fantastic. Uh, Junction Elite through. Um, they'll be eyeing cup and league trophies this season. No doubt about that. Um, unlucky to kudos. Uh, not many people uh, have laid a glove on Junction Elite first, but you definitely did that today. Um, more games in the Ken Bailey Cup. Real Don Donald losing 7-0 uh, to Barking Mad. Uh, Barking Mad's fair to Midland season. It must be said they haven't set the world alight. Um, but 7-0 against Real Don Donald is a fantastic result for the Barking Mad boys. Yeah, definitely. I think anytime any team scores any more than four or five goals and and keep a clean sheet, <laughs> I mean, what else can you ask for? Yeah, it's special. It's a special scoreline. And as you say, fours and fives, you, we, we become sort of accustomed to seeing those scorelines at times. But seven is fantastic. So much so that even in the old days, I used to write seven in, in the actual word out when you used to get a seven nil. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I think they still do. <laughs> uh, Marcus Lipton Cup stuff. Junction Elite thirds lose 2 0 to Vauxhall Virgins. The Virgins' fantastic season continues on to the next round in the Marcus Lipton Cup. Well done, guys. Uh, Clapham Rovers lose 3 2 to Argentina. Again, big shock. Big shock. Uh, Clapham Rovers not having a, a fantastic year, but Argentina really showing. Um, what a fantastic uh, side they are at times this year. Yeah, that's a that's a big result. Clapham Rovers from the Prem and Argentina from the league. I can't remember Six. what league they're from, if I'm honest, League Six. Yeah. That is a huge result. It's not the first time it's happened in the Marcus Lipton this year. Probably won't be the last. Uh, but Argentina definitely showing that they can mix it with some of the big boys. Fantastic result for them. Fantastic. I mean, if there's a... If, Except if that... for, if I wasn't Brazilian, I'd say I'm buzzing for them, but... <laughs> you can't ever say no, you're happy for anything, anything with Argentina. But yeah, no, no, a, a, a fantastic result. If that if that doesn't win result of the day in the poll, um, if it's in there, should I say? Yeah, um, I, I'd be very it surprised. Has to be. It has to be in there. Another big shock in the Marcus Lipton Painters community, winning two one against Cosmos United. Hugo Cosmos are a team who started slowly this season, but really have grown as the seasons um, as the season's gone on. Um, they probably was looking to push on in the Marcus Lipton Cup this season. Um, that's a big, big result for the Painters community, boys. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what the Painters community squad is like this season, but I think we played them last year in a cup game and they were very organised. Um, and I don't mean this as any disrespect, but the, uh, on the day, they just couldn't really match us for quality. Uh, but they were very organised. And Cosmos is one of those teams that if you are organised, they might struggle. 
Um, they do, they do play very good football. Don't get me wrong. Cosmos play very good football and they've got two forwards that are rapid. One of their goal scorers is the second top goal scorer in the division. He's got like, I think he's got 24 goals in 14 games. Um, but that one is, is another big shock. Massive shock. Well done to painters. The Marcus Lipton Cup has been um, a cemetery of uh, higher placed teams this season when we've seen uh, lower placed teams going all guns blazing in this competition and Graham uh, is very happy to not seed this cup so we get these beautiful um, upsets and that's no disrespect to any of the higher placed teams who have crashed out but that's what cup football is all about and that's why we love uh, cup football on the Silk Grassroots podcast. Um, in the Silk Grassroots, Graham, in the Silk podcast, Graham Rodber Shield, should I say, AFC Poplar Rovers, um, fantastic form of late. Should we call them Haravi Rovers? Do you think? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was speaking to Darius today, to be fair, after the game, because they played on the pitch uh, next to ours. Um, so I spoke to him a little bit after the game. He was gutted. Um, I think from reaction, our game had finished and they, they were still going. And I think Newland scored. So it must have been 2-1 for a very long time in that game. And uh, obviously, when you're 2-1 down with the game nearly finished, you, you've got to chase that goal. Maybe Poplar got hit on the counter for the third. They've been in fantastic result for Newlands. That, yeah, brilliant very, result. A good result for Newlands. A brilliant result for Newlands. Poplar Rovers have been imperious of late, scoring goals uh, for fun. Uh, they've crashed out of the best cup in the Southern Sunday uh, to Newlands. Well done to them on to the next round. Uh, and Clapham Common played LMT today. They shared a Desmond at the end of play. Uh, LMT going through 5-4 on penalties. Um, LMT been quite impressive of late. Notice their form has picked up. They're getting results after results uh, on a weekly basis now. Um, they could be uh, a bit of an underdog, perhaps, for the Silk Grassroots Grand Rodber Shield this season. Uh, in the Dylan Rigobert Trophy, Renegades lose 5-0 to Bruce Brucia Battersea. That one, perhaps, uh, more of an expected result. Uh, and a big game uh, in the Dylan, Dylan Rigobert Trophy. St Andrews played Deportivo La Calruña. Um, Both teams really having a good year and enjoying themselves this season. St Andrews go through 4-1 Hugo. Yeah, like, like I said, the, the, the players St. Andrews have, it, it doesn't really, doesn't knowing them personally, it doesn't really surprise me at all, <laughs> if I'm no. being completely honest. I was, when I was speaking to Juppie, I was even saying St. Andrews is one of those teams that I think could be one of the real dark horses for the for, for any cup, to be honest. Yeah, you're, you think they're one of those teams that no one wants to play them in the cup? Uh. I don't think many teams know about them yet, but I think from that's, that's a good thing season, for them, then, isn't it? Yeah, it's a hundred percent a good thing for them. Hundred percent a good thing for them. Except you guys, <laughs> you know no all about. <laughs> so the results of the week this week, as chosen by Graham, uh, sent to me from his holiday sun lounger, no doubt, in Portugal. Uh, the three-two Argentina win against Clapham Rovers. Uh, that's the one I'll be voting for. I think that's an outstanding result from the boys. Division uh, League Six team beating a Prem team. Uh, that is that has to be the game, uh, the result of the week. Uh, Junction League thirds losing two 0 to Vauxhall Virgins. Uh, Vauxhall Virgins form has been great. Uh, Painters Community 
winning 2-1 against Cosmos United and Parkleth B winning 4-1 against Harbert Rovers. I'm just starting to worry about Harbert Rovers here, Hugo, after such a fantastic season for them so far. Um, once they got, once they've had that first loss, um, they're coming more frequently than they should be. Yeah, it's getting a little bit sticky for them at the moment. I think they need, uh, to, to be honest, I think they, oh, to be fair, Graham, take a shot. Uh, they need to, um, they need to get, they need to get a couple of games where they win back-to-back games and then I'll think that, that they'll, they'll find their form again. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's all about momentum, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Especially at this stage of the season, crappy pitches. Um, you just got to win. You got to find to a way to win, especially win them day. being being top. And I think that the team below them are only three points behind. So, yeah, Hampton Terriers. Hampton yeah. Terriers wrote themselves off far too early on the back of one result. Um, that that's uh, that's going to be a fantastic division. No two ways about it. Uh, Hugo, so your game, let's just talk a little bit more about your game today. 11-0 against Battersea Dogs. You got it over the line against 10 men. Um, in terms of the Prem next uh, next season, as you're looking at it, I know you've had some um, team, perhaps squad issues uh, since Christmas coming back. It seems talking to you about your results and things like that, that you're scraping together yeah. teams at the moment. How, how do you prepare for um, the Prem Division next season? Is it a massive recruitment drive or do you think the players... That you have signed up will be will be showing up now you're in the top division um i think it's a little bit of both i think we do have to recruit 100 <laughs> percent. funnily enough at one point today we had 19 players available imagine wow. um so we actually had to drop players managed to get a new signing in as well looking very good uh so hopefully he stays about for next season i'm being told by him that he does want to stay um i, I think we do need to recruit there is obviously having played in the prem before myself VJ, Drage, Juppie, uh, a lot of our players have played in the Prem. We know that there are, there are a few positions that we need we need to, to address. Um, but at the same time, you, you have to kind of stay faithful to some of the players that got you there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had many players that have been with us since the first season. And obviously, we got denied promotion last year due to COVID. It's very easy for people to turn around and be like, oh, this is long. Uh, I'm like I'm now three years older since we started. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go and play play elsewhere. But a lot of people didn't do that. They stayed faithful to us. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's it's got to go both ways. We do need to recruit a hundred percent. Last thing I want is going into games in the prem with eleven players, twelve players available. Uh, but at the same time, I have handed over that side of things to to Jappy. So at the end of the day, it will mm-hmm. be his call. <laughs> Whether he wants a big squad or he wants to be a Bielsa and have just a small quad squad. No one wants to be no one wants to be Bielsa, and I'm sure he doesn't want to emulate Bielsa at the moment, having just lost his job today. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit I, f- I feel for him. I, I, I don't think you're his biggest fan. <laughs> no, Bielsa definitely not. Uh, six weeks too late for me. Anyway, Hugo, I'll see you on the other side for the games of the week. Sounds good, mate. See you then. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So now for the guest on this week's show. 
It is Dan from Surrey Park Rangers. Uh, Surrey Park Rangers were a new team into the Quarter Municipal Third Division last season. Uh, fair to say they've improved massively this year, finishing mid-table last year during obviously a tough uh, period of time with COVID and stuff. Their introductory season into the Quarter Municipal uh, was a tough year with the likes of South Sea Wanderers, Dynamo Duppers uh, and FC 25, the fancy teams. Uh, in Division 3 last year, Surrey Park Rangers held their own, however, and this season look to be all but done mathematically um, for the title. Two games left to play. Um, at the time of recording, the boys would have played their their penultimate game um, by the time this recording goes out. But at the time, we've got two league games left. Dan joins us. He's a club secretary um, and player. Um, sounds a bit of a utility man utilised in goal for the last few games with an in, as an in, uh, with an injured goalkeeper uh, but has played as a defender as well Dan thanks for joining us uh, no it, was, it was nice to uh, have a quick answer from a, a quarter municipal club last week when I put the yeah. the plea out thanks for joining us just give us a quick um, brief history and we, as I say you're in division three of the quarter municipal league um, give us a quick history on on how Surrey Park Rangers came together and why you chose the Quarter Municipal as your home. Well, beforehand, we were just a father-side team. Yeah. Uh, we were called Wandle Valley at the time. And then we went on for about two years playing father-side football. And then we were like, why don't we make a Lebanon-side team out of it? And then we did. And so we were called Wandle FC. And then we joined the Croydon League. And we went Division One for our first ever season, actually, and we were actually title contenders. So okay, we lost, uh, we lost out. We came fourth at the time, and then we left the Croydon League, and then we went to Leverenda District, and then we folded the club from there, and then we started uh, Surrey Park Rangers, me and a few other players. And then was that was that the majority of the of the Wandle lads, or is yeah, it half, about, about half or half half the team? Yeah, half went off to other things, and half stayed to stay with us, and then we we got more well, we got different players in and we we made the Surrey Park Rangers and we only formed the team in January 2020 I think we did and then obviously did all the like trials and that and then obviously COVID happened yep so nothing nothing really happened from there then when we got the green light to start the season again it was like oh it's all like being brand new again like we didn't know each other at the time yeah and then we start then we was we got we, we just started gelling as a team and then we did a, yeah, then we started our first season last year in the Quarter League. So how was the how was the first season? Obviously, um, I said it was a COVID. We know it was a COVID year yeah. last year. Uh, the stats last year, I mean, compared to this year, let's just go through um, yeah. the, the league table last year. You won five, lost five, and drew two. Seventeen points from the from the twelve games played. Yeah. Not bad for a first season, I guess. Right. Uh, four goals, four was 34 against 35. So the minus one goal difference. Minus one goal difference, yeah. Um, and Bennett, um, as we'll talk about, uh, <laughs> has been your top man. 13 goals in 15 games last season in your, your debut year. Uh, he's yeah. some player for, for you guys. So that first season, how, how did you find uh, Division Three? Obviously, it was a it was a very strong Division Three, just like this year with the, as I say, South Sea Wanderers. We called them the Sharks yeah. last year. They were far too good to be in Division Three, but yeah, obviously Dynamo Duppers as well and Sandersted Thirds and FC Twenty Five. How, how was Division Three in your in your maiden year? It was a learning experience for us. Um, we didn't go in there thinking we're going to win it. We just thought, let's see how we go for the first season. Yeah, 
And then um, obviously we came up against like the teams like Dominic like Douglas and South Sea Wanderers were like, okay, this is a bit more difficult than we thought it was going to be. But we obviously we were still a brand new team at times, so we didn't know a system where we could play. And um, so it was more of a, like a learning experience for us, really. But obviously we, it was it was it was interesting to say the least. And um, but yeah, no, it was a, a a good learning curve for us for this for this season as well. So what lessons did you learn last season taking it into this year? Obviously, the record so far speaks for itself. Uh, 12 wins, uh, no losses. Uh, that's the important bit to, yeah. to you guys, I guess. Uh, and four draws, 40 points from the uh, 16 games played at the time of recording. Uh, continuity in mind, you, you will have played another game uh, this weekend yeah. before this show goes out. 81 goals scored so far this season is absolutely ridiculous yeah. uh, and 25 against is impressive as well given that given that you know the division three this season has got a lot of good strikers in it it seems yeah. um bennett has 26 goals in 15 games so he's literally doubled his outputs this season yeah. in the same amount of games played what what lessons did you learn last season that you've implemented this year and we've seen this meteoric rise to division three title is in is in your grasp? Um, well, we did pretty much. The team is pretty much the same. We only brought one player in for this season, and he's a centre back, so he shored up our defence massively. Yeah, yep. and um, we just we changed our system as well. So we we tried a new system, and it's just worked wonders for us this season. Um, You're not willing to obviously, share your lot, system, lot, obviously. A lot, lot, lot more lot more communication as well, because we did argue a lot last season. Right. And it was just, you know, it's just typical like Sunday league, but le- it was less arguing and like have a bit more communication with each other, be a bit, bit more vocal as well. Do you think? Do you think the no losses uh, this season helps with the arguing though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you found uh, yeah, it? Have but... you? Has it? Has it been easier this year, or have you found games have we've been equally as a, a struggle this season? We've we've had a few difficult games this season, like we've. Played Santola twice. We've we've drawn against them twice. Yeah. I think they're our hardest teams we played against. And then obviously we had Anderton United where we drew four all against them. We were losing as well. We've literally the last kick of the game. Yeah. And then um, South London Royals as well. Another yeah. another team in this in this division. Yeah. Uh, they were they were a difficult game for, for us as well. So obviously like we we have been slapping teams this season, but it's. Yeah, there have been a few games where we've just not been on it. So if you know what I mean, it's just, especially Santorin as well. That's been the two games we've played against them. They're the difficult ones we've had. Was but, there any any disappointments of the season? If you look back at your cup games, could you have done any more in the cup games that you've had this um, season? Well, to be fair, we played Spartans in the cup in this one. Yeah. So we kind of knew that was a foregone conclusion from there, really. But it was a learn again, that was a learning experience at the same time playing against them because we know. The difference between the Prem and Division Three, which just shows the like different level playing levels they have over there. So aspirationally, so, when you look at the likes of Spartans, is that where you want to be? Do you want to be in that top division, or are you just taking it a year at a time and see we're what just happens? Taking it a year at a time, we're just going to see how it goes, really. And they sell it if we do win the league this 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 uh, season. You know, we're just going to go into Division Two, just doing what we do. Nothing will ever change. We just carry on doing what we're doing and just see where it takes us, really. What sort of numbers have you been getting for match days this season on the back of COVID? Uh, 
decent, actually. We averaged about 15 players coming up to a match. But the last few weeks, we've struggled to get 12 in because we've had quite a fair amount of injuries, to be fair. Yeah. But we had 15 comeback for the game we just had against Anton United. But, nice. Yeah, around 15, 14, 15 players. But the last three weeks, we've, um, we've, we were struggling to actually get 11 at the time we were. So That's fair good. 11. People want these winners' medals now, don't they? So they're starting to turn up again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you worked out the points? What is it mathematically that you need to to win the league? Um, we're still thinking about. It. I think we need. It's difficult because teams have still got games in hand against us. Yeah. The teams like Aston United and Santola. Um, I think it. I think it's one more win. Yeah. I think oh, that's why it looked. It looked as much because. After beating Addington, I thought they were the only team that could really mm. do anything. If they beat you this um, the weekend before last, if they yeah. um, beat you, um, then that would have been them back amongst it. But I think your win, I think that yeah. you just need one more one more I win. Think, to, I, I to, think it's one more. Yeah, I think so I think too. But I haven't really looked at it. I haven't really done the mass on it. Um, but I need, have, I need to have a proper look at it and just think. But I, I do generally think it's going to be one win. Yeah, I think so. So, your over the last two seasons, who stands out as a as a rival for Surrey Park Rangers? Is it not not necessarily like a a, a physical rival uh, on the pitch, as in you've had fights and all that stuff? But which games and which opposition do you sort of look at and think, yeah, they they were real good battles against them? Uh, SC twenty five, believe it or not. Yeah. Every time we play against them, there's always been a good match. You know, a bit of a banter as well. And yeah. That's not good. like so much of a rivalry, like get into a fight kind of thing. It's always been a good match against them. Yeah. Physical. And you know, you're getting a good game out of it. Nice. FC 25, they, yeah, they're FC a good team. Yeah. Fancy they team. Good team, yeah. They're one of our teams that we've, we've struggled against last season. But and, yeah, um, then every time we play them, there's always been a good game. Fantastic. So some predictions. If not, so if not you, if everything goes horribly wrong for Surrey Park Rangers in the next two games uh, and you don't get these these sort of treasured three points to get the Division 3 title over the line, who do you say um, are the next favourites to win Division 3? South London Royals. South London Royals, and they've really come out of nowhere, haven't they? They have come up, yeah. So, I mean, they, because I said they were the whipping boys of the division for the last, what? four seasons and obviously when John came in he's changed the whole dynamic of the, dynamic of the team and yep. we've got a lot of, we've got a lot of time for, for the South London Wolf boys actually and John especially we've got a lot of time for them them not especially what they're doing as well it deserves a lot of credit yeah absolutely John's a fantastic guy and he actually stood yeah. in for Roger on the podcast once as well he's a really nice guy and uh... yeah no, he's a lovely bloke he is. he's always checking up on us John see how we're doing and that and we always check up on him because yeah we we want them to be the team that will come up with us personally. But yeah, well, we, we got them this weekend as well. That's the other problem. That's a good game again. And what, because, yeah. because if you don't, if you beat them, I'm guessing that puts them out of the running as well. So this three points yeah. coming at the right so time. That's, that's where we're going to feel a bit bad for it. Because we can't, we want them to come up with us. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they could still do it. Let's be honest. Um, adding to United seem to have slipped up in all the big games that they've had this season mm. uh, against the top sides. Um, so yeah, I mean, a draw would suit Addington, but um, you yeah. want to get the win. You, you don't, there's no friends yeah. when it comes to that yeah. 90 minutes. We just, we just want that. We just want to win. That's what we, we, play, we come on Sunday too, is to win. Exactly. Who's so the best? best for us. 
Who's the best opposition that you faced so far this season in all competitions? Is it Spartans? Do you sort of hold them? I would say the... Spartans, yeah. In the cup match we had. What was it about Spartans that sort of opened your eyes to, to the Prem football? The way they play. It's just quick. that They play the ball on the floor and they're gone. Like They just come at you at pace and the way they play football as well. It's so silky and so silky and so quick. You had to be like literally just laser vision just to keep up with them. Yeah. It's a, it's a but, big yeah. eye-opener, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, and against them as well. So I think a nine-one loss was a kind of coming our way. It was to be fair. It puts your feet on the ground, and lots of teams, oh, yeah. lots of teams do well in lower divisions and think, you know, we we want to be higher. We want to be in a higher division, but then sometimes you get a glimpse of what it's like to be in that higher division, yeah, exactly. and it That's and it keeps your feet on the ground. Yeah, so, yeah as we said, like, well, there we we know where we are then, and the minutes definitely not good enough for the prem. No. Um, what's been your favourite game looking back over the season so far? Oh, favourite game. Is I it the tight? Say... Is it a tight two-one win in a in a game where you won in the you won it in the last minute, or is it some a game where you absolutely battered someone? Oh, favourite game. It's been a few, to be fair. Like we've had a lot of good wins this season, like big wins as well. But best do you game, find do you find that the twelve nils and the ten nils they're not they're not that enjoyable really are they? Um, for your for nice your striker they are. Yeah. I guess he can stat he can stat pad against them um, lower placed opposition. But do you feel yeah. a, a, a two one scrappy win is sometimes more yeah. rewarding than the, than the batteries? Yeah, more rewarding. Yeah, but I would say really the best game we played was when we actually played Santona and we drew three all. Yeah. And uh, we were 3-1 down with uh, literally 10 minutes to go. And then um, they had a player sent off. Yeah. And then we scored a penalty and then they they they, they defended well, to be fair. And I think our, um, I think it was Luke, he scored from the halfway line with literally 10 seconds to go. <laughs> so, yeah, that's when uh, it got a bit mental. It did. Wow. Did you push, did you go in after, was it, was it the final whistle after that or did it, did, was that someone to... As the ball, the ball went into the, the final whistle went. Oh my God. Yeah. So they're the that results that, that, that you might look back at the end of the season at your presentation, at your club presentation or whatever you do. You might say that it might sound mad, but a draw like that, it, a, it can cement the team, really bring the players together and that, that lift for the rest of the season is, is uh, priceless. And yeah. be like the, the that's a precious point because that means that Santola didn't get a point, uh, two, uh, three points, should I say, that day? Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we did not play well that, that, that game, and we, yeah, you would say it was luck, but at the, at the same time, we think it's fate as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that these yeah. things go for it when it's when it's in yeah. when when your luck's in, your luck's in, and then you yeah. have to take advantage of it. And clearly, you did on the day with some sounds like you were. We're pushing for it anyway, so fair play. You have to do what you've yeah. got to do. Uh, yeah, great, great choice of game. This is a teammate section where yeah. you get to have a go at some of the lads in the team without them get, without them being able to say anything back to you because you've got the mic. Uh, so sorry, Park Rangers. Go on, mate. What was you I've saying? Got the power. I've got yeah, the you power. have you have the t- today. Um, who's got the worst banter at Surrey Park Rangers? Worst banter. There's a few in there, to be fair. Nice <laughs> banter. Oh, I don't know. They're probably going to mind me for this, but... Nice banter. I'm going to say... It's got to be Josh, I think. Or maybe Jack. Maybe Jack. 
give give their full names so they can be named and shame. Okay, what's the is it is that a, a, ba- a poor banter that's shown yeah, itself it's through group chats and stuff or, or on the match day? Just like poor banter in general, like about football and like the teams they support, and that's like Chelsea and they, they support Chelsea and Crystal Palace, so those guys know each other about things. So, <laughs> yeah, two teams worth bantering over, that's for sure. Who's the worst dressed at Surrey Park Rangers? Do you know what? It's not that bad actually. But just because he wears them horrendous sunglasses, it's got to be Josh again. Josh Waters. Cool, he's getting it. Josh is getting it tonight. Yeah. Well, he's, he's like six foot six, so we call him Terminator every time he turns up with those sunglasses on. That's <laughs> <laughs> one. Who's the biggest moaner on the pitch? Oh, Jack Shergold. All day God, these two are getting it. What? Are they, are they? Is this banter or is this is this true? Are you, are you just it's true. Like you, I, I think it's just a bit of banter as well. They're probably going to murder me for it, but hey, you know, it's just <laughs> Who, my personal opinion. Who's got the worst taste in music? Uh, it'd probably be me. Okay, what's your what's your what's your pick? Uh, I like I like my rock music, me. Okay. So like I like my rock music. I like you know I like I like all types of music, but it's going to be me because they're like, well, why are we listening to this? So the lads don't let you near the speaker in the changing room? Pretty much, I'm not allowed near the speaker. <laughs> right. So in the team's opinion, you've got the worst taste of music. Not for me, but for your team, you've got yeah, the worst taste Yeah, for the team, music. it's worse. It's a bit for me. It'll do me. <laughs> Who's the longest in the shower? Well, there's never any showers at Pearly Way. But if I had to guess, longest in the shower, probably... Jack Lockhart, I would say. Again, they, they again. Uh, we've got two Jacks in our team. Oh, okay, so sorry. Jack Lockhart. Right, okay, so Jack. I say, I say Lucky, yeah. Lucky is the longest in the shower. Lucky boy, who is the player's player of uh, Soapark Rangers? And this doesn't necessarily mean your top boy, because obviously Bennett might be your pick with his goals over the last two years. Uh, 40s. 49 goals in 30 get in 30 games isn't too bad uh, but who who leads by example on the pitch and off the pitch doing bits and pieces for the club uh, and doing the business on the pitch I'm going to say probably Abdul okay Abdul because he's such a good player and he's he just creates spaces in the midfield and he finds that he can find a pass as well and on it, it, uh, in the halftime team talks as well, he's always one that like G's everyone up as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Abdul. And take, give him his full name. Oh God, I can't pronounce his last name. Sorry, Abdul. <laughs> Abdul will do, I guess. Abdul, will do, yeah. Uh, he sounds like a, a tower of a person, anyway. So yeah, I'm yeah, sure he's, he's noticeable. He's very good, a very big influence in the team. He is fantastic. Very, who's, very who's your unsung hero? Perhaps a guy that does the. The dirty stuff for the club that no one wants, no one else really wants to do, but they do it anyway. I'm going to say Lewis, Lewis Brown, because okay. he's a he's the manager actually of the football team, but he also plays. But um, he's always one somehow. He's always one that always gets clamped by every player, and, and every time he gets played, <laughs> he's always get, he's always getting fouled, and he's always having dirty challenges put onto him. And he's always like come back for like a bruised leg, or he's got stud marks everywhere on his legs. So I'm going to say Lewis because he does get, he does take a lot of it on the pitch. <laughs> and he does a bit of dirty work for the club off the pitch as oh, well, I guess. With the admin and all that stuff. He likes to put a challenge in as well. Okay. Uh, 
nice question nice answers uh well done on them uh just two more two questions about uh grassroots football in general before we get to on to your your thank yous what do you what? think the quota municipal is doing well to develop and support grassroots football in your area they've definitely brought a lot more teams in this season that i realized yep. and they are they are doing their best on referees to be fair i know how, how difficult it's been yep to find referees and now are doing their absolute best on it so i've got to give them a lot of credits um what about grassroots football in general what do you see that's going on uh, around the grassroots uh, community in our area especially i guess that's all we can talk about southeast london round to obviously uh, your area in in Quirden and the top of surrey there what what what's yeah. being done well i mean you've played in the leverett district as well you've played in the Quirden municipal you've seen enough you've seen different leagues there to be able to make a comment what 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 is being done well in those areas particularly um i think it's just like seeing a lot more people come like especially since COVID as well. Mm. Like people, it, it's one of them things where like you just miss it having a, you just miss meeting your mates on a Sunday morning, just have a kick around. Yeah. Play football and then you go home. And I think that's what the biggest thing that was, I felt during the, when the pandemic was going on. And it's just brought a lot more like people closer together as well. And they realised, you know, it is, it, it is for fun at the end of the day. Even though mm. we're here to win, here to win, you are yep. spending time with your mates just for the three hours. Agreed. I feel. Agreed. You weren't winning last season and you're still getting all the boys together. Uh, but this season, exactly. obviously, you've kicked on and and the, the sort of efforts of last season starting to bear fruit or have bear yeah. fruit. Let's be honest. I think at the, yeah. by the time this by the time this recording goes out, you'll probably be sitting there as league champions uh, for Division yeah. 3 in a very successful season. Right. So a little negative before we go on to the thank yous. Mm-hmm. Where, where do we need to improve in grassroots football? Um, well, I heard this, they were going to trial uh, referees having body cams on them. Yeah. But I, I see it everywhere on Twitter. I see like referees getting like absolutely battered by players and sworn at and spat at and everything. So it's just the abuse really. But again, I can't, how are we going to change that though? Like rest when I wear a body cam, what difference is it going to make? But yep. I'm all for that, to be honest, you know. It I agree. Gets, I agree. If it, it gets it, I it gets them out and it shows who it is. And if you know, if, if it does work, then yeah, I'm all for that at the end of the day. Because why would you want to be turned up on a Sunday morning to be spat at? At the end of the day, even if the camera there being there deters someone from from yeah. that, from doing that behaviour, um, it's a good thing. And then obviously, if they do, then it's there to catch the player. At the yeah. moment, yeah. At the at the moment, the laws of the game don't allow. Uh, those body cameras to be on the referee. Electronic equipment cannot be worn un- unless it's um, a watch. I did, I did hear something about it. They're open to it, just to help, just to help out. The problem with it, the, the problem with it is, is that some referees will be able to afford to buy it, so they'll be the protected ones, mm, and the referees yeah, true, that yeah. can't afford it won't be protected. So you're sort of introducing a a tiered system there with with the yeah. haves and haves nots, which which will be. Um, a problem. Probably should be the, well, I think the FA should put their pocket into it, though, should they? <laughs> well, absolutely. <laughs> but that's a joke, that asking the FA to help us out at grassroots football. That just does not help. Very good answer to that question, yeah. Dan. And thank you for bringing up that stuff about referees' abuse. I must say, my experience of the Quota Municipal 
is the opposite of, of abusive. I'm a referee in the league and I've refereed yeah. probably uh, six, six, eight games, something like that so far this season in the league. I've had no problem whatsoever, nothing above um, what I would say um, heated debate, which, and, I'm, and I mean that as well. I've never, I've not had any problems. No, we've, in the we've not had any heated debates this season as well. You know, we've had a few, you, you expect, you know, ref makes a decision, your, our player's going to question it. Yeah. But apart from that, it's been nothing physical, like no swearing. And it's been, you know, been quite yeah. good this season. Yeah. So I, my experience is the same from the quad yeah. We're very impressed this year uh, of the league. I'll certainly be offering some dates to the league next year on the back of this season. Well, thank you to Golden. Uh, and all the league committee for accepting me into the uh, referee panel. As I say, I've enjoyed myself every week. So the open forum now, Dan, this is your part of the interview, just to give your thank yous to sponsors or anything like that, or people that have helped you along the way with Surrey Park Rangers. Obviously, you're about to, let's assume you're about to lift this league free uh, title. Who Who is sort of on your mind as you as you look forward to this successful end to the season? Uh, it's going to be Lewis, the manager at the end of the day. He's one that made this team. He's my manager. He's also my best mate as well. Okay. You know, he's one that's made all this. He does all the work behind the scenes. He does all that. And Jamie as well. And basically everyone in the team, basically, just for making it the season that it is in a minute. All the players, all the boys in the team. Fantastic. Can't thank you enough, really. Do you, have you got any backing? Are there any sponsors involved or do you boys just finance it yourselves? Just finance it ourselves. There's no sponsors or anything. Okay. So it really is all hands to the pump uh, yeah. and making it work between yourselves. That's fantastic. Yeah, all hands in our pockets. <laughs> yeah, it's not cheap. It's definitely not cheap no, to nice. run a Sunday football I've team. I've got to do so, many bloody, so much overtime just to cover it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's worth it now. When you, when you have yeah. that winner's medal around your neck, at the end of May, um, that it will all be worth it. Dan, thank you ever so much for coming on. Um, we want to continue with our support of teams up and down. So top top league teams and bottom league teams. We've been speaking about this Division 3 uh, title race all season. Me and Roger, yeah. he's, he's obviously an Addington United fan. Yeah, um, sorry, Roger. <laughs> let him, uh, I let him down nice and gently in the, in the uh, chat I did <laughs> um, but their progression has been marked as well they were the whipping boys yeah do you um, know fair play to Addington as well because they as I, as I said about Southland and Royals they were the whipping boys of this league for a few years and for them to come back and to be where they are deserves a lot of credit it does absolutely they can hold their head up high with their performance oh, this season yeah. they've come across the toughest um, one of the toughest opposition uh, in Division 3 uh, for a long time. You guys are obviously spearheaded by uh, Mr. Bennett up front with his, as I say, 40, 30, 39 goals in 30 games. Uh, yeah, 39 goals. In, unbelievable. Not bad for his, not bad for, I think he's like 23, 22 years, 23, 23 years old. So, Fantastic season. Dan, thank you. I wish you all the very best. Hopefully at the time when this goes out, you'll be lifting the title. If not, It'll be the week after. I wish you all the very best. And you, man. I might, well, we might ref us one day. You never know. Hopefully. If you're playing at Coney Hall, I might referee you. Only way then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. No, you take care, man. Take care, man. Right. So, back with Gibbs following our guest on with the games of the week and our predictions Guest predictor this week is Mark Dolby. He got his scores in Gibbs. 
He's not letting up. He is relentless. Mark, give us, a, give us a breather, pal. Just have a week off. Let us catch up. No boarding teams in the predictions this I've week. I've got to keep him out now because that's where he gets all his points from. <laughs> um, so the games, the first one is a cup game between Inter Belvedere and Hartford. Uh, Gibbs, Inter Belvedere, second in their division. Uh, this They're both in the fifth, fourth division. Inter Belvedere, second, 22 points from nine games. Hartford, sixth, um, 12 points from seven games. Uh, has to be said, Hartford probably... Um, but they they take advantage of the weaker teams in the division. Yeah, they do. Um, I mean, I think Inter Belvedere. The only loss they've had in recent games was was that a two one in the um, in the cup to Bayswater. Was yeah, it? so two out of their last three games they've won. Uh, the last two games they've won five one. Mate, I can I'll be honest with you. I can only see um, an Inter Belvedere win here. Um, I mean, Hartford do score a lot of goals, but they punish the, the maybe the lesser teams in the division. They've scored 37 goals in the last five, but they've only won one of their last <laughs> three. Obviously, that was a 14-1 win this weekend against the Power Cup Beacons. Uh, Dominic Vincent Edwards is Inter Belvedere's top man with 17 goals in 16 games. Uh, just to give some a picture of the goals in the Hartford squad, Louis Clark for them, 20 goals in 15, and James Burford, 18 in 19. 18 in 19 and 20 in 15. <coughs> so they've got the firepower to damage yeah. these teams. Um, but for me, it's going to be a Belvedere win. And do you know what? I'm going to probably go a little bit extreme. I'm going to go 4-1. 4-1 um, to Belvedere for Gibbs. Uh, Mark going 4-2. Uh, I'm going to back. What did 4-1, did you I say? I went 4-1. I'm going to go 5-2 to into Belvedere. Um, they're scoring goals for fun at the moment. That'll be a really good game. Hartford really need to get their acting gear uh, in the league and get promoted because uh, they certainly look like they've got some players that can play um, at at a higher level. Um, good luck to both teams uh, in another cup semi-final uh, between Bayswater and Under the Radar. Takes place this week. Uh, second place, Bayswater in the Prem. 11 points from six games. Um Probably not good enough, they feel, um, this season for them, for their, as, as title hopers, it has to be said. Uh, under the radar first, 21 from seven. They couldn't do any more than that. A plus 26 goal difference for under the radar. It's pretty decent after seven games. Yeah, it's very decent. I mean, you've kind of grown to expect it from them. Um, Bays, you know there's more gears in there that they, they can go up and... Um, I mean, a semi-final here, a chance in the final. I believe this will be, um, it'd be a very good game. I mean, there's both they've both got goals with Taylor Robinson up front for Bays and Sam Bailey up front for UTR. Um, do you know what? I, I do believe that Bays will, I, I thought they was going to win the league game and they lost 3-1, but I do think that placing a final up for grabs here, I think this is where Bays will um Bays will come to the front, and I do believe probably Bayswater 2 1. 2 1. Bayswater predicted by Gibbs. Uh, Mark Dolby disagrees. 3 1 to under the radar, his prediction. Uh, for me, um, I've just noticed under the radar, I've been taken to penalties this week. Uh, they were taken to penalties before by Borden Sports A. So I'm going to sit my fat ass on the fence and say 2 all. And this one will go to penalties. Uh, jam await the winners of this one in yeah, the final. It's a tough final. Yeah, good, good, uh, good cup final. Jam. Uh, I've been in uh, a lot of cup finals of late. 
Uh, that'll be a blinder. Good luck to both teams. Uh, in Division 1, uh, a, a re, a, what's the word? What am I, a, rehearsal, a rehearsal for a cup final we've just been talking about. Uh, in Division 1, this is Elton Rovers take on uh, Red Velvet. Elton Rovers fourth, 12 points in nine games. Um, they've hit good form though. They're seven unbeaten. Uh, so three of their last three games have been wins. They're on a good run. Uh, Cameron Mac- McMillan is their top man, 26 in 16. Wow. Good. It's plan. a great return, isn't yeah. it? Uh, Red Velvet in a good run themselves. Second in the division, uh, 18 points from eight games. Uh, three from three. Uh, they've scored 24 goals in their last seven games. Gibbs, Gibbs helped by Liam Donaldson, who has 20 go- 22 goals in 20 games. He might have been the guy that scored three goals against the Dogs. Yeah, he's a good striker, Liam. He's a good striker, yeah. yeah. They did have a good striker when they played us. I think he got three goals, so yeah. What do you reckon, Gibbs? Uh, Elton Rovers in fantastic form. Will they be telling us to stick that on your fucking podcast on on Sunday afternoon? I'm not so sure this week. Um, I think they've both got a lot of goals in them. Um, they both know where the net is. I do not believe this. I think this will be a close game, but I think there'll be lots of goals. Um I mean, I've seen Red Velvet. I've not seen so much of Elton Rovers, but obviously they know where the net is as well. But you know what? I'm going to back Red Velvet. Uh, 3-2. 3-2, Velvet. Uh, for Gibbs, uh, Mark backing Red Velvet 4-2. Uh, that means I'm going to have to go for the Elton Rovers boys um, and back them 2-1. I fancy that. Uh, I don't know where the game's being played. I think STC, yes, uh, STC El- Elton yeah. Rovers play out of. Um, but just because you two have gone for Red Velvet, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice and back the Elton Rovers boys to get the eighth game in a row uh, without a loss. Uh, so good luck to both teams. That will be a really really good feisty Sunday league uh, game on yeah. Sunday. So get down there if you if you can. Uh, the last one is Crockenhill taking on Junior Reds Athletic in the cup. Um, both teams playing in Div Two. Uh, Crockenhill sixth. Uh, 10 points from five games. Uh, not having it all their own way. They're not Sharks this season, that's for sure. Uh, they've won two of their last three games. Uh, Jordan Clark is their top man. 19 goals in 18 games. Uh, Junior Reds Athletic, their fourth. 15 in 12. Mm. Uh, ben Mellon for them. Yeah, tw- two in three. Uh, ben, unsurprisingly, their top man. He's, he's carried them at times um, over recent years. This time... This season, they're looking more of a rounded side. Very good player. Very good player. 13 goals in 14 games for Ben. Um, seems to score goals for fun. I know lots of different teams have tried to poke him and yeah, get him no, to play for them. And he wants to play with his mates there, which is respectful. Um, Dolby. Mr. Dolby going for a 4-1 Crocodile win. Um, I'm not so sure. Go on, you go this time, we do because I've been first a few times. Do you know what? That's a... Junior Reds won 7-0 this week against New Cross Reserves. I mean, uh, Woolwich 90. Um, (laughs) uh, Hashtag wasn't me just saying. um, God, I reckon this is going to go Pens as well. Really? Crockenhill just went to Pens with Frokenwood Reserves, didn't they? they just drew one all Sunday. I'm going for a Desmond again. Fuck it. Let's sit on the fence. Um, 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, 2-2. Two, two. But I fancy the Crockenhill boys to go through on pens. There'll be lessons learned from their penalty shootout. You've, picked, you've picked some good games of the week this week, haven't you? 
I'd, I'd chuck you on Gibbs the bus. Picked, Gibbs picked <laughs> all the games. Gibbs, what do you reckon? Do you know what? I'm going to go 2-1 Crocodile. 2-1 Crocodile in full time. In full Gibbs. time, yeah. I think um, I think it'll be a close game. But so, I think Crocodile will come through 2-1. Good luck to all the teams there. Thank you, Gibbs, for picking the games of the week. Thank you to <laughs> <laughs> for Mark for picking, uh, doing the predictions. Just to run through some of the fixtures uh, for this coming Sunday. Uh, Bulltarks against Meridian will have... Well, that'll be fiery. There's a bit of history between the two teams. Um, so that one will be a good game. Um, Northern Eagles visit uh, New Cross Rovers. Uh, New Cross uh, fighting for their lives at the moment in the senior division. They're starting to lose games and lose games regularly. Uh, as we've said, Elton Rovers against uh, Red Velvet's a good game. And also in Div 1, the Crayford Derby. Crayford Arrows against Crayford Athletic. Can Athletic capitalise on a fantastic cup performance against Under the Radar and beat Crayford Arrows currently sitting top of the um, of Division 1? Uh, Gibbs, you boys take on South Average. We after, do. This after could, this a could whole be. season of calling them South Average. Is it going to fall, fall? Are you going to fall flat on your face on Sunday? Nah, that, wait, that was last season. I've not called them South Average this season. So <laughs> depending on come next Monday, they might be South Average, but... We've still got to play maybe a couple more times, potential semi-final. So um, we don't we don't judge anyone until um, till the game's done. And we're the underdogs this season, so we could be Peckham average. Do you know what I mean? Average Peckham. Spring Hill United Blues take on JJ United. If Elliot is there, what could happen to the Blues? JJ first win? Oh, fucking hell. If Elliot's there, definitely. I might add as well, we got about six people away this weekend on the stag do. Yeah, whatever. So we're probably going to have bare 11 and have to maybe bring in some from the A-team. Gibbs is playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> no, you're playing on Sunday. I might have to. <laughs> uh, in the Jewish Shield, a fantastic I'm fixture. Uh, the Bandits take on Eltham. Old Lions. rivalries. That'll be a real good one. That's from your old, yeah, yeah, old first old, season, wasn't it? Old rivalries. Uh, Mildeen against <clears throat> Footscray Lions. Vets is an intriguing game. Uh, that'll be a good one. Uh, Hatch and Moyles play Dancing Albion. That could be a massacre. I'll tell you what, if your game's off this week, go down to University of Greenwich at Sparrows Lane. Bloody hell. Mildeen against Footscray Vets and Bayswater UTR. Yeah, Some cracking football you could just watch. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Stand in the middle of them too and watch <laughs> yeah. a fantastic weekend, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sunday morning of football. Uh, Barker against Hot Shots is a great game in the Fred Jolly. Uh, and yeah, I think that's about it really. Uh, Springle United play Rising Talents. Be interesting to see uh, Spring Hill United uh, without the pressure of the Prem Division if they can express themselves against Rising Talents in the Fred Jolly Gibbs Express yourself I wish you all the very best this week uh, taking on another big dog of Division 5 the underdog boys uh, looking to do the best you possibly can just trying to compete mate just trying to compete do, doing our bit you know for Sunday football all the best mate and I'll see you next week cheers mate Back with Roger for the games of the week in the quarter municipal. And as usual, Russell is the guest predictor for brilliant games this week. It has to be said. Um, really good games. Um, every single one of them. Uh, there's, it's, this is probably one of the best games of the week predictions that we've had to make. Uh, we get to look through the uh, form. As usual, the first game up this week, a battle. I think it's a friendly rivalry, but it might... You might get a bit tasty this one, Roger, after some podcast-related banter between the two teams. Sanders to JFC 
taking on uh, MMFC. This one is this a cup game or is this a league game? This is this is a league game, and um, you know both teams need to win. MMFC, get, I think MMFC get the win, and, and I think that maybe the title sewn up unless I'm unless I'm wrong. Um, JFC have to win to keep 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 their title hopes alive. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any love lost between the two teams. Um, you know, <laughs> everyone seems to want to get one over on Russell <laughs> for, for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, makes makes a really good game that does. Um, and I, I don't know which side of the fence I want to sit on in this one. <laughs> well, let's go through some of the stats. Maybe that will help you uh, make your mind up. Yeah. So, I said JFC sit second in the division, twenty three points in 11 games, uh, plus 10 goal difference for the Sandstead boys. Um, their last three fixtures, um, two wins and a loss, <coughs> two wins uh, coming against, well, this week against Woodside. So we couldn't, can't really count that one. Let's go a bit further back. The quarterfinal, Senior Cup quarterfinal, they lost to PSG 3-1. Uh, they won against Cobbs in Division 1. And in the Senior Cup, uh, round one, they beat MMFC last time out, 3-2. So their last three games, two wins and one loss against the team yep. currently sitting top of the Prem division. Not too bad for the boys. Um, their goals, 11 goals in 15 games for D Simpson for Sinusid JFC. Not a bad not a bad return uh, for their lad. Uh, MMFC, top of division one, 30 points from 12 games. Uh, their form in all competitions. Now I found that button um, at the moment. Uh, San, uh, MMFC, uh, one win, one draw, and one loss. Not in fantastic form in their no. last in their last three games, but we know over the season they've been uh, pretty decent. Uh, so you can't yep. take that away from them. Uh, so their top scorer is a, Mr. Adai, and he has eleven goals in eleven games. Uh, so yep. pretty. Pretty equal on the um, and in, on the top goal scorers. An interesting fact: so JFC have played MMFC twice this season already. Once in the league and once in the cup. Yeah, just, just came to me. Sanders said they've won both games. I does believe. That, does that change the way you would go this week and your th- prediction? I think so. Yeah, I was. I was going to say MMFC because you know that a win for them and that virtually seals the title. I think. Um. Yeah, now I've remembered that. I think I've got to change my mind. I think... Do you want to I hear think... where Russell's gone first? Is that going to go help you make your mind up? Yeah, yeah, I think I know where he's going to go. But yeah. well, he's, he's backed himself 2-1. 2-1, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. It's not a bad shout, that. It's not a bad no, shout I, at all. They, uh, we, well, they beat him 3-2 and 1-0, didn't they? Both three, games the season, so. 3-2 in the Senior Cup. 1-0 second game. Was it 1-0 early on in the season? 1-0. 1-0. 1-0, 1-0 okay back in October. So we, we probably have to discount that one, but the last cup game between the two, very fresh. And that's going to, yep. it's going to make it emotional this game. I think. Go on, two, go, one. go on, mate. Oh, I'll no. go first. Uh, can lightning strike three times this season? Can Sanders did win three out of three against their most fierce rival? Um, I'm going to back. I'm going to back MMFC. Do you know, I just think um, they need to win it. Um, they've proven to be a good side on their day when they need a win. Generally, they've got it, other than yep. the cup game against Sanders did. Uh, yeah, I'm going to back MMFC. I think 
they'll be fired up from that last loss. Um, the bit of banter from the podcast and all that stuff will all be uh, in their minds. They'll be certainly fired up. But then this may not end the game uh, with all the men on, on the pitch because of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm back in MMFC to win 2-1. I'm going to go the other way of Russell. 2-1 to MMFC. What do you think, mate? Uh, I'm going to have to begrudgingly side with Russell's boys. Okay. I think they're going to have, you know, I think there's going to be, um, I don't know what the word is, a mental block or whatever. There's going to be in the back of their mind, MMFC are going to know they've lost to Sanders to JFC twice. And I think yeah. that worked the same way for Sanders that I think they'll know they've got the beating of them. I think that Sanders said are going to be really desperate to keep this title race alive. It's I must win. It's must win for Sanderson, it is. isn't it? It is, yeah. So, I, yeah. I, so, I'm I'm, I'm just on just on that. I'm going to side with Sanderson and I'm going to say, I think it's going to be close to where I'm going to go. Same as last time. 3-2, Sanderson, JFC. 3-2, Sanderson, JFC. A split camp in the yep. uh, predicting team. Good luck to both Ooh. teams, though. Two top teams, two teams that involved with the podcast who we respect um, a lot. This will be a fantastic game. Good luck, boys. The next one, unbelievable tie again in the Division yep. 2 title race. South Sea Wanderers welcome Albo uh, to yep. their, their gaff this weekend. Uh, South Sea Wanderers third in the division, 30 points from 13 games. Just a one loss for South Sea Wanderers. Um, Albo the same, uh, 35 points. From 14 games, just a one loss, should I say. Uh, Albo's goal difference, one better off than uh, South Sea Wanderers uh, in terms of plus a plus one goal difference. But South Sea Wanderers played the game less. Rog, yep. we, have te- we have taken our eye off South Sea Wanderers in this title race all season. 100%. 100%. I, 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 don't, even, I don't think they've been at their best this season, if I'm honest. I, I think, you know, last season they come in with a breath of, breath of fresh air to the Croydon League. This season, you know, maybe they, yeah, maybe they have been at it and we just, we, they, we've just, they've just gone unnoticed because Albo have taken the league by storm. Um, yeah, what the, what the goals for and goals against, they're almost identical. Um, even though, even though South Sea played a game less. Yes, it's 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 going to be a really good game that one down down at the Purley Way. Um, I don't know which way to go. Um, I think it's they played everyone this season. I think it was a free all draw, if I remember rightly. Yeah, it was back in the seventeenth of October. Nothing to uh, separate them there either. Nothing. Uh, South Sea Wanderers lost five games. Have ended in a win. They won against yeah. South London Royals. They had two games awarded for them against Addiscombe Corinthians, uh, and then three games played. Uh, two games played, should I say. They beat Union 8-0 and they beat Sandersted last weekend in the Challenge Cup quarterfinal. Uh, C. Hart is their top man. 16 goals in 11 games. Unbelievable. Uh, from them, Elbow United, their form will be a similar picture. Uh, they've won uh, their last five. The last game they played was awarded against Union. But before that, they battered Quirden uh, United 10-3. They beat Addiscombe Corinthians on the pitch, 8-0. Uh, they beat Fulton Heath, 4-0. And they beat KFC, 8-2. You'd 8-2 have been KFC that day. Uh, elbow going to town uh, that day. This is yeah. this is fire, this game. This is a fantastic game. What a brilliant game to look at. The elbow top scorer um, names for the South Sea Wanderers boys to look out for. Uh, Isabelli has 10 in 9. Uh, Atkinson, 7 in 6. Uh, lots of goals. Um, they have four players there, 
five players there who've scored five or more this season. Rog, this is this is tough to call. Oh, unbelievably tough. Uh, I, I don't want to say draw, but I've got a funny feeling it might just be that. It might just be a. No, I'm not. I'm not going to go draw. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a draw. I'm looking at the game. Elbow average over three goals a game. Not quite four goals a game. But over yep. three goals a game. As do um, as do uh, South Sea Wanderers. Actually, near nearer four goals a game. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a mad game. It's. I mean, God, both teams pretty tight at the back. I know they mm. South Sea Wanderers have averaged under two, just under two goals a game conceded. They must have yep. took a heavy defeat once or something. Albo, you know, we know they're a bit more leakier at the back than South Sea Wanderers. For me, that points, I think, Albo's just slightly leakier. But you look at the table, these stats and these ideas that we come up with, the Albo are leaky at the back. They've let less yeah, goals in than South Sea Wanderers. Yeah, no, yeah. We took, absolute, we took absolute shit on this podcast, Roger. <laughs> we don't know nothing, do we? <laughs> um, Russell has gone. I'll tell you what Russell has gone for, because that's a good... Usually he's doing better than us. He has backed Elbow 3-1. But I think this, I fancy South Sea Wanderers for this. You know, I'm, I, think I'm, I'm le- I think I'm leaning towards South Sea Wanderers as well. Um, uh, yeah. Elbow... Elbow handed their win this week, so they went. They didn't play, did they? No. South well, Sea uh, beat the Crimson. Yeah, they beat. They, they beat. They beat Sanderson. They'll be buoyed by that, and they know. They'll yeah. know how big this game is. They need to win these. This game in hand, it's must win for yeah, South Sea. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Do you know what? I'm going with South Sea. I think it's going to be a high scoring game as well. Go on, mate. What um, do you I'm going to say four three to South Sea. Four three South Sea. I'm going four two to South Sea Wanderers. This is going to be an absolutely fantastic game of football. If you can get down, I'm guessing this is Pearly Way, is it? Yeah, it will be Pearly Way. Yeah. Get down there. This this that will be an absolute war in, in every sense of the word of that being a, a good thing. This will be pure Sunday league football joy for any ground hoppers or anything that get around Sunday football. Go and watch that one at... Um, at Pearly Way, that will be a fantastic I game. Think I, 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 and from what I, from what, I, from what I've heard, both teams play some very good football as well. They've got some very good players. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I'm, I'm gutted. I'm playing Sunday because I would love to. It's a, it's a game you'd love to go and see. You know, it's, 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 an, it's, it's, it's everything that's going to be on the game on, on the line as well. You know, there's, there's, there's a title race in the picture. There's, you know, pride. There's everything. It's going to be a really good game of football. That one. Um, yeah, it's just a shame that it can't. It's not, it's not a cup final, something. Do you know what I mean? So everyone could, everyone could see it. It's, it's going to be a really good game of football. That amazing. Good luck to both teams. Uh, two mm. teams we've enjoyed uh, observing this season. Uh, fantastic game. The next one is just as good. Gold coaching take on higher placed opposition. Saha eleven in the quarter yeah. municipal league challenge cup. Um, yep. At the time when we did the draw live and adjudicated by yourself, Rog, yeah. um, you were pleased to pull these out of the hat. Um, yeah, out of the teams that were left, definitely. I think they were they were probably the, the, the least fancied of, of, of the remaining eight. Let's look um, at the form in League Two. Gold coaching, sit fourth, 22 points from 14. Uh, fair to middling for them. It has to be said. Yeah. They, we know they can pull big results out uh, when they can. Uh, in terms of their their recent form, you have to go all the way back to uh, the fifth of December for their last 
Oh, before that, um, the 28th of November for their last loss. Yep. Um, that was against Dynamo Duppers, obviously League Two leaders. Yep. Um, they're in bloody good form, Roger. You have they to. You, you can they, only they, say they, that. They beat in Huxley. They beat. I've seen that result back then. They beat Huxley Guards. Um, um, in start of December in in the League Cup. So they've got pedigree. We know from last season when they were. I think they beat Sanders said last season in the cup. Yep. Um, we know from pedigree they, they've got they've got that pedigree um, to, to beat higher place opposition. I, I think they'll fancy their chances this week. They'll look at us and we've not been great this season. Um, Kelly, yeah, yeah, Kelly is their top man. Sixteen goals, uh, fourteen goals in sixteen games. Golden for them also eleven goals in thirteen, and Allen ten goals in thirteen. They score goals. That is that is clear. Um, yeah. They're in good form as well. Let's have a look at the opposition. Saha, 11. Um, the form, we, not bad, not bad form. Not lost in your last four. Yeah, well, yeah, I've just picked up of late. Um, I, I still don't think we're, 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 we're nowhere near our best, if I'm honest. We, you know, we still look a bit shaky at times and, and we'll switch off during games. Um, but I think we're, we're starting to, starting to, starting to play better um, people yeah. will point to the fact you played Huxley twice and you've had two games awarded though from Southside Blues <laughs> this is true <laughs> this is very true <laughs> uh, before that yeah. obviously the big win against uh, Woodside the 8-2 win against Woodside followed by the heavy defeat it's been a very mixed season for you boys and very mixed indeed yeah it has yeah and 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 I'll be the first to say that we we've, we've been poor this season um last season we you know I mean we've had a complete squad overhaul this year yeah um, through for, for for one reason or another um last season we we were good and we was playing you know I think the division was slightly harder we was we was get, putting up good fights against Selsden and Casuals and and Lambeth Lions um, this year, for whatever reason, we've just not been at the races. Um, you know, I can't, I can't put my finger on on one thing that that's that's that, that it's down to. Um, but yeah, we, I think I mean we have had a few injuries as well um, to key players. But I think I think we have started to turn a corner um, now. Um, yeah, and yeah, we're looking forward to the game, but we know that we we do know that it's going to be tough. We can't, I can't, we can't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to underestimate goal coaching at all. I, I think they're going to come into the game and fancy their chances. Yeah, um, looking at us and where we are in the table. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be a tricky game, um, and I'm I'm hoping that we can come out on top. Not too many goals uh, around the team. I know your top man Bandara has yep. five in three, so he's doing well. Obviously, not played much football for you, uh, yep. but beyond that, Pitt uh, has five in eight. The uh, Croydon Messi has four <laughs> in six. Yep, Mr. Lucas uh, and three uh, three goals in seven games from Adji. Not too many yep. goals, mate. You haven't got no, that, no, you haven't no. got that out and out goal scorer yet. No, no, look, we've 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 struggled four goals and 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 we've been conceding goals um this season. Um so yeah, like I said, it's just we've just we've just not been at the races this year. Um we had high hopes um at the start of the season um for for um if I'm, we 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 set ourselves a target of promotion, but you know, in the back of my mind I was thinking that the title was was very much uh, uh, an, an achievable target. But, um, yep. Obviously, obviously, that's when went out the window after about four games. So, <laughs> <laughs> just the twelve, yeah. just the twelve points from eight games. Plenty of football though for you to play. You've still got six games left in the league, so a maximum, yep. a maximum of eighteen points would put you on thirty points. You can still win the league. 
yeah, mathematically, we're not out of the title race just yet. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we've got to hope for favours along the way. But yeah, I think I, I think top three is 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 a, a realistic target now. Yep. Um, and after the start, we had a t- if we I mean if we could snatch second place, I, I'd be delighted. And if we can if we can add a, uh, at least a cup semi final, you know, a potential final end, we still got quarter final of another cup as well. So yeah, I mean, what what was at one stage looking like going to be a dire season is now you know looking slightly better. And I'm hoping that we can finish the season on a high and 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 like I said, a cup final. I think is well within our reach now, um, and uh, top three at least, I'd say. So, on to get that cup semi final, you need to yep. get past gold coaching. Yeah. Um, Russell has backed you to win three two in his prediction. Right. I'm going to back Zaha eleven. I can't. I won't back against you this week. I think yep. gold coaching have been erratic, and you need to make. Um, you need to capitalize on that. I'm going to back you to win. Uh, I'm going to go three one. I don't think you concede. Um, two on Sunday. What, what's what's your prediction? Oh, yeah, I, I, really, I mean, I don't really like him predicting my own games. Um, you shouldn't have picked it then. And I, 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 I shouldn't have. <laughs> I shouldn't have. Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I'll back my boys. I'll, I'll never back against them. I, I do, like I said, I think we're starting to play ourselves into a bit of form now. Like, we, have, we have played better of late, although, you know, the results maybe look like we, we've struggled still. But we have been glimpses of 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 last season's form in there. Um, I think this week we. I'm hoping that just because of the you know it's, it's a big game. I, th- I think the lads might turn it on. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say four one. Four one to, me. to Saha eleven. Yeah, and if we get to, if we get to four, I'm, I'll let us concede one, and, and then I'll just tell them to stop scoring because I need the points on Russell as well. <laughs> uh it will be a fantastic game um the, the, yeah. the division two side who has who have pedigree of of beating higher placed opposition against yeah. saha 11 with a hell of a lot to prove this year um yeah. it is going to be fireworks i wish you all the very best unashamedly biased towards you guys this week in the uh prediction so the last game of the week is between psg and Woodside, Woodside are the home team. The Div 1 boys currently sitting third. Yep. 20 points from 14 games. Uh, six losses, six wins and two draws. Uh, plus 11 goal difference for Woodside. Very mixed season. Some excellent cup wins. Uh, probably the the main one, the Quirt and JFC uh, defeat. Well, they won, uh, they beat them in the cup, didn't they, yep. uh, this season? Um, yep. Their form-wise... Uh, mixed bag. They lost their last, they were awarded their last game to Sandersted. They were awarded a game before that to, by Southside Blues. Uh, before that, a two all draw with Sandersted in the Prem uh, yep. and going through on penalties in the Senior Cup. Uh, they lost to Southside Blues on the pitch. They beat Sahara yep. 11 6 0 and mm-hmm. lost 8 2. Very, very mixed, inconsistent season um, for Woodside. On the, they've managed three back to back wins. Uh, once this year, that's their longest run by the looks of it. Yep. Uh, Roden, as we've spoken about on several occasions this season, their top man, 15 goals in 13 games, a good return for Roden and the Woodside boys. They play top of the pile, the best current team on standings in the quarter municipal league. Uh, PSG, they yep. have 24 points from 12 games. Four losses. They've lost 
a third of their games, which isn't good enough really for uh, a team with with title hopes. But they yeah. may get it over the line with faltering uh, Spartans um, on the on the chase. Twenty four points from twelve, as I said, a plus twenty goal difference, not bad for yeah. PSG. Uh, big improvements for them still from last season. Their last yeah. their bit of their last form uh, sketchy. Their last three games have been two wins against Sinister JFC. London War, uh, the no, they lost to London Warriors on penalties. This says, or is that is that been put in wrong? No, it says home win on penalties. Home win on penalties. Sorry, it's on the side of London Warriors. So they beat London Warriors on penalties in the cup, got yep. squeaked, squeaked through, and they lost to Spartans, uh, in the league 4 3. Um, again, mixed bag for the PSG boys, especially since the beginning of November. Um, they haven't really strung too many back-to-back wins together they've just done that twice um they've lost lost two on the bounce twice in that period as well not not fantastic for them their top man is Morton with 12 in 12 um PSG taking on lower placed opposition they have scraped past um teams in lower divisions before I think they're going to do it again I think so and 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 if not then that's their season done I, I I don't know if they're in the other cup I'm not too sure, but yeah, they like so they they need to win to, to keep playing football. Um, I do think Woodside are going to give them a good go. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said so I don't think Pierce will have it all their own way. Um, so we saw them struggle against London Warriors um, in, in in the last round of the cup. So yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it'll go. I might, it might go a similar way this this time around. I think um, I'm going to go with a Desmond on this. You're going with a Desmond, didn't you? Think? Ninety minutes, yeah. Penalties to PSG to go through. I think so. Yeah. The problem there, you look at their look at their fixtures. They haven't really played back to back. They haven't played two weeks in a row for such a long time. For the whole of February, they've yeah. had a game the twenty third of Feb. Then they had the next week off. Then they played on the sixth of February. Then they had the week off. Then they played mm. on the twentieth. Uh, they didn't play this weekend, and now they go yeah. to a cup a cup uh, game against Woodside having not had football in their legs. Again, it's been such a tough uh, way to play your games uh, for them. Uh, actually, Russell has backed them to win 3-0. He sees it comfortably, PSG. I see it, I see it comfortable, PSG, this one, I have to admit. Um, I think they're going to win this one 4-1. I'm a bit worried that um, Woodside weren't able to get a team out this weekend. Um, maybe maybe they've decided to save themselves some, for some reason for this one. Uh, but I think PSG will be jumping at the bit, as you say. This is this is the last chance for them um, to do something uh, cup-wise. The Invitational yep. Cup. I fancy them to win um, comfortably. Uh, just looking through some of the fixtures for next week. Uh, let's have a look. Scan through some of the games. Uh, Sanderstead against JFC looks like a good game in the Prem Division. A battle of the basement boys. Uh, neither of those will want to finish bottom, so that will be. Uh, a big game, Sinus JFC, MMFC, as we've just discussed, will be fantastic. As will South Sea Wanderers Elbow. Um, amazing game. Addington United can't afford to slip up against resurgent souls in, in the Div 3 title race or promotion race. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Reserves against Fortin Heath Rangers. Um, bit of a nothing nothing game, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, yeah. in all, in all, with all respect. Addiscombe Casual Spartans is the quarterfinal, the first of a a quadrilogy between those two, um, yeah. which would be um, four intriguing games. They'll be sick of each other um, by the end of those four games. 
uh, in the Intermediate Cup. Kaizen take on South London Royals Reserves um, in the round one. Uh, Surrey Park Rangers have cup. Um, they have some cup game, a cup game against Dynamo Duppers, top of Division 2 against top of Division 3. Um, that'll be a good game. That'll be a fantastic game. Unlucky to miss out. It's such a great week this week in the Quaidon Municipal. Yep. Um, absolutely fantastic week. Rog, thanks for your time. Um, Thank you very much for having me. Good luck in your cup game on the weekend. And Appreciate I'll that. speak to you next week, hopefully celebrating Fingers a, crossed. a semi-final place for Sahara 11. If you, if you don't hear from me, you know I'm I've um, <laughs> been sacked. <laughs> well, hopefully, I make I make it back from Budapest safely. Uh, oh, nice. I'm getting right next door to Ukraine next weekend, so uh, hopefully, we will make it back. Fingers crossed, Andrew. <laughs> All the best, Rog, and I'll speak to you cheers next then. week. Yeah, cheers. Up. Take care. So now the games of the week with the OBD SFL guru. It's Jamie Nemo. How you doing, Jamie? Good. Don't know Back about again. that. Back again. You can't call my guru when I've won one league game all season. <laughs> if you just... say it, you have to speak it into you have to speak it into reality. Right, okay. So we're gonna we'll beat Sydney tomorrow and then we've got no game Sunday and then we'll win the next five in a row. Sorted. There you go. If you believe you can achieve. So Motivational Mondays from Sil. <laughs> uh, the first game of the week, guest predictor John White back in the house with us again, virtually. Um, this one is a senior game. It's the Wall versus Lambeth All-Stars. Uh, the league table, the Wall, eighth in the table, seven played, so quite a few, uh, at least one game to play on the teams above them. Uh, they are precarious there, Jamie. If they don't um, start putting some wins together, uh, they're only two points ahead of bottom place, um, Farnborough, although Farnborough have played four games more, uh, just or seven games left for um, Farnborough to play, so plenty of football left. The Wall have seven points from seven games. Um, I'm sure they would have wished for more, Jamie, but we have to put it in perspective. They were the promoted side from the Prem last season. They didn't win the division, just the promoted side, so they are holding their own reasonably well. Um, Lambeth, yeah. yeah, they are. I, I, it's been a good season for the war. I don't think we can we can say anything else, really. No, I mean, it's what I find interesting is obviously like the wall blending and, and we're smashing through the division last year, but they're now seemingly near the bottom. Um, yeah. even though the wall started like a housing fire, don't they? But it's it's very much slowed down for them. Um, you look at the game, the games in hand are probably a good thing for the wall. Uh, you feel like they're if these games in hand fall against the likes of Kamazi uh, or Blendon or Farnborough, you would you would fancy the wall to get those wins and push up the table between fifth and the wall in eighth. Um, Bickley are are fifth. That three points um, potentially um, with 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 the Wolves game in hand would put them into fifth place. So it's such a strange division this one um, between Kenningwell in fourth and Farnborough in. In tenth, there's only six points. It's a mad division. It's a very mad division. Uh, on the flip side, um, Lambeth are um, third in the table, nineteen points from nine games. They're now uh, with a game in hand uh, on Hatcham in second place. If if Lambeth win that, Jamie, they're only three points behind. Um, so it's very tight. And we thought Hatcham and the SE Dons were away. Um, as I said, the turnaround in form for Lambeth All-Stars really is making things interesting now in this run. The Wolves form, they have uh, 
won one and uh, lost two of their last three games. Their top scorer, Jamie, is Brian Zippo. He has 12 in 12. Not bad in the, in the OBD SFL. Senior, uh, a goal a game means you're doing well. Lambeth All-Stars, they've won two and drawn one of their last three, um, which is good for them. It started the season reasonably slowly. Um, their top goal scorer this season is Aaron Watson, eight in eight again. Two goal scorers for both teams, Jamie, with a goal a game. Are we are we looking at the form here? Are we are the wall going to make it um, awkward for uh, Lambeth? Are they or are they going to be silly enough to open up and go for the game? What do you think? Uh, I think they'll be expansive. Yeah, I don't think they'll, they'll they're the type of team that will sit back and and let Lambeth just have the ball and have it their own way. Um, but yeah, Lambeth kind of I don't want to say going under the radar because they're a, they're a huge team, but. Um, yeah, we thought they were gone, didn't we? We, yeah, we, we, we watched we the thought YouTube it was a two channel. Horse race yeah, it's it's a two and a half horse race at the minute. Um, well, really, maybe a one and a half, but uh, I don't know. It's just ne- neither neither of them, sorry, have been as consistent as what they could have been. I think the wall great result of the weekend, but then they've had a few good results before and then not followed it up. Same mm-hmm. with Lambeth. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think oh, Lambeth should probably have just just too much. I'll probably I'm going to go for a two-one Lambeth win. Two-one Lambeth win for Jamie. Uh, John has gone three-two to Lambeth, uh, and I'm going to go for a three-one Lambeth win. Um, the wall. I, I watched their uh, game, especially against Banstead Rovers, on their channel, and the amount of chances they missed, chance after chance missed. Um, and obviously they were they were better yesterday against Kamazi. Uh, whether Kamazi at the same level as uh, Bans did, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just think Lambeth are in such good form um, since that London Cup loss. It seems to have um, turned things around for them. Uh, so yeah, a three-one win for Lambeth for me. Good luck to both teams, though. Two good teams for the OBD SFL. No two ways about it. The next one is in Div One. A resurgent Bexley United taking on West Wickham, licking their wounds, Jamie, from a defeat against um, title rivals Hatcham Royals. Uh, Bexley United with 13 points from 10 games. Uh, their form has been decent of late. Uh, two wins and one loss in their last three. It's better from Dean and the boys. Their top goal scorer is Ashley Chin Yu. He has 12 in 12, fantastic turnaround for um, a team that have been fair to Midland um, so far this season. Definitely good in the last month, Jamie. Uh, I much- think I think he's only got eight. I think full-time records penalties and like duplicates him. I may think- be wrong. Yeah, so I think it's, it says eight goals and four penalties, doesn't it? So I think it may be eight goals and four of those are penalties. I may be wrong, but I've got a hunch. We take the stats. We we're like Ron Burgundy. We only read out well, what's yeah, put in we'll, front we'll, of us. We'll, make, we'll obviously glorify it and make give them the, the better sounding stat though. Yeah. So I scored twelve. Well done, mate. <laughs> uh, West Wickham, twenty points from twelve. Four losses um, so far this season for West Wickham, showing how competitive this division is. Um, from top club, Club Langley with twenty-two points. Um, it's uh, only eight, uh, six points between them and sixth place Kawuya. Um, lots of games, lots of time, Jamie, until this um, division equals itself out with all the games in hand and stuff. West Wickham's last three, um, 
they've they've not won their last in their last three games. You have to go back to the 12th of December till their last win, a one 0 win against Club Langley. Um, but Jamie, since then, a draw against Lesser, which is a good point. Uh, Lesser, we know how stubborn Lesser Albion are. A loss to Lewisham Islamic Centre, which looks um, like they're on a resurgent. Uh, they've had a good turn uh, for the better and a loss to Hatch and Royals. West Wickham still clinging on to that second place and letting everyone catch up with them, Jamie. Uh, their top man this season is um, Jack Walder. We've done some, should have known that. We've, we've, we've featured West Wickham quite a lot lately. 16 goals um, in 13 games for Jack. He's having a great old time this season. Jamie, this is an interesting game. We know Dean can set a team up um, to, to do well. At, is this at home for Bexley? It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Metrogas. At, at, at that Metrogas, a nice flat, big pitch. Um, what do you reckon? It's an interesting one because it's obviously two teams with contrasting form, yep. uh, which, but the form doesn't really link up with our league position either. Um, so no. basically on a bit of a resurgence, still quite low down the table, West Wickham, stuttering a little bit, but still in second place. So yep. it's a really fascinating one, this. Um, played both sides. I played Bexley a lot and we played West Wickham last year. Um, we do know they've got, they've got quality. Um, it should be a very good game of football, actually. But I think, I don't know, I think this is going to be a rock the, the immovable object needs to fucking... What's the saying? I can't even remember. Uh, the, the, that's the whole force. That's yeah, that's one. it. Yeah, that's it. We'll get there in the end. Come gorilla gorilla Monsoon quotes cro- cro- yeah. on the Silk Grassroots podcast. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go for a 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. That's you and John both gone for a 2-2. Di- two, uh, two. Do you want to revise it? De- Desmond will be... Nah, I'm miles ahead of him in the predictions. It's fine. Well, I'm going to go for a Desmond as well then. <laughs> in trib- in tribute to the man himself. Um, Bexy, yeah, they've got a bit of work to do, Jamie. This good form has pulled them away from the, it's pulled them out of the relegation zone, um, but they'll be looking over their shoulder. They've played 10 games, so they may be looking forward. They might be happy to have the games in hand, but Lesser Albion, um, one game behind Bexley. Um, if they win that, that pulls Bexley United back into the relegation zone. So they're going to want to keep this good form going. Um, we all know two or three wins on the bounce and relegation woes can can go away. So good luck. Both two good teams. Fantastic set of lads uh, on both teams. That will be a fantastic game. In fact, if I didn't have a game that, if I wasn't in Budapest next weekend, should I say, that'll be the one I would go and watch. So the next one is in Division 2. Hayden, take on Blase Ballers. Uh, Next week's guests, incidentally, Blase Ballers on the podcast. Interested to hear from them of their journey from Westfa to the Southern Sunday and now the OBD SFL where they find themselves top of Division 2, Jamie. 28 points from 15. A good debut season in um, in the OBD SFL. Uh, Hayden are fifth. 21 points from 12. Blase's form uh, is good. Um, they've won two and lost. They've won two and lost one. But their last three, interestingly enough, that last loss was against Hayden. Uh, before that, um, they lost uh, their last loss. Their next loss was on the 16th of January. So two losses in one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, so sketchy form, perhaps, I would say, for a team sitting at the top of the division. Um, their top man is their top man is Levy Bailey Wilson or Levi Bailey Wilson with 12 in 16. Not bad. Uh, Hayden Youth, 
they had a good win this weekend against Chislers in the league 4-1. Um, going back, uh, they're two, they're two out of three wins in the last three. Uh, that cup win in the Jack Standing, that cup loss to uh, to Chislers in the Jack Standing Cup midweek. Fantastic game of football. I have to be said, I was very impressed with Hayden. They were very good going forward um, on the night. Um, Hayden looking to business. They have 21 from 12. Their top goal scorer is um, Liam Malloy with 19 in 15 games. Uh, 10 different scorers for um, Hayden. They do share the goals around. Uh, four players have scored over five goals for them this season, Jamie. This is going to be a real cracker of a game, I think. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Hayden obviously got one over them. Um, Blasey now just gone top of the table. Um, seems to be there's a new team at the top every week yeah. between um, Newbecker and Manorwood. So um, they want to try and stay there and, and kind of cement themselves in the top three at least. Um, and I think that pitch down at Hayden might suit the way they play, you know, judging from what I saw in the first half yesterday. But Hayden always good at home, um, picking up some very good results. And scoring quite a lot of goals as well, as we've just seen. So I think this could be a bit of a, a barnstormer. I'm going to go mm. a bit mental here. I'm going to go for a 5-3 win for Blase Ballers. 5-3 to Blase. Uh, John has backed Hayden to win 3-1. have to say this table is nowhere near um, settled, Jamie. You've got two, two teams at the top who have played 15 games, uh, sitting on 28 and 25. Uh, the likes of Phoenix Sports 2 have only played 10 games, so 15 points uh, to make up, potentially putting them nine points clear um, at the top of the division. So this is by no means um, finished. Alpington as well played only 10. So they have five five games on hand. It's, it's a crazy division. Chislurst as well, nine, nine games played, less than anyone else in the division. Uh, only one point outside of, in, inside the relegation zone. So plenty to play. I'm waffling because I'm trying to make, make some time how to well I'm going to predict this one um, do you know what I'm going to back the Hayden boys that 2-0 win at last time round sticks in the mind at home with the advantage um, to Hayden I think I'm going to go for a 2-1 Hayden win not many goals then not many goals I know and I'm looking at how many they, they score free a game both teams essentially it looks it's got 3-2 isn't it? 3-2 to Hayden let's go with that instead <laughs> let's go with the form right the next game is in division four um inter milne inter milne taking on crayway um jamie why'd you pick this game it's not it's first against ninth um inter milne are you looking at the games played and thinking that they can get amongst it um it's basically to see how yeah how they're going to react because they lost to east wickham and yeah it was yesterday so that's, that's not a, a game you want to lose that. Um, so, yeah, it's Cannon and Milne can uh, pick up some form and, and put themselves a bit higher up the table and can Crayway sustain that lead and, and really kind of be the front runners that they, that they need to be if they want to go and win that division. Um, they've also got that three-point gap to Crayford Darrows, <coughs> who slipped up yesterday. So, yeah, so it's basically testing Crayway's title credentials because we know they're winning these games like 2-1-1-0 kind of thing so yep. against a team who are a bit lower down the division albeit not played as many games um, yep. yeah just see how they fare there basically it's nice to have a look at Intermill next year um, because of their league position perhaps unless they're playing a team um, if they're scrapping it they're scrapping it out for relegation it's nice to take a dip 
into um, some some of the other teams because we do because teams are in title races they will they will naturally become part of the games of the week. But uh, well done on picking this one. Inter Milan are the home team, so we'll start with them. Six points from six games for them. Um, not fantastic, but as I say, only the six played. Their last three results have been a loss to Crayway on the 13th of February. So haven't played for a few weeks. A 9-0 win against Lesser Christchurch. Um, but I don't mean to be disrespectful. That's <laughs> nothing to write home about this season. They should not be in Div 4. And a loss to East Wickham Wanderers, fellow um, relegation uh, battlers. Um, so not good form for Inter Milan at all. Just a one win in three. And that win was against struggling side. Charlie Smith for Inter Milan is their top man with eight goals in 13 games. Um, if that's any, no penalty scored. So we're trusting full time on that one, Jamie. Uh, Crayway, on the other hand, have 30 points from 12 games. Uh, just two losses. 28 goals scored, Jamie, in 12 games. So just over two a game scored on average. Their last three games have been a win against Wilgar, a win against Inter Milne, and a win against SMCA. All decent teams uh, in the fourth division, Jamie. So Crayway looking in good shape, 100%. Sam Barnard is their top man, 15 and 12. More goals than games played is fantastic. Not too many goal scorers, Jamie. Eight different scorers and only three of them have scored five or more. Um, so obviously, um, perhaps reliant on a small selection um, of goal scorers. What do you reckon? Should we give John score first? Yeah. He likes Crayway. Um, he's back then 5-1. <laughs> do you know, I was thinking going like Crayway maybe 4-0, but just for the goal scorers, I think... I'm going to maybe half that. I'm going to go for 2-0, Crewe. Just a nice, comfortable comfortable 2-0 professional win. So I'm going to go 2-1, Crayway. Um, they they averaged two goals scored. They, they, they're they a bit leaky at the back. I know it's Sunday Sunday football. We don't have watertight defences, but 18 conceded in their 12 games. Um, it's not really that great for someone just, at the top. It just gives them extra work to do. Um, and as you say, they're not scoring like free flown so um, yeah games appear to be quite tight that they're in but they're, they're getting those results and that's what it matters absolutely yeah 2-1 for me um, that will be a good game uh, next week good luck to everybody uh, just run through some of the key fixtures for next week we've got a few cup games uh, on Tuesday Elmstead take on Farnborough Reserves and that'll be a nice game uh, in the Paul Picard, uh, Kawuya take on Blase in the Jack Standen Cup um, and Sydenham take on Greenwich Mariners. Uh, Jamie, you did ask me for uh, a little comment on uh, Sydenham Sports from the game yesterday, but I, I even spoke to Duncan and, and said, there's no point me saying anything, is there? And he said, <laughs> no, because we are going to be shocking today. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Hatch and Beckham and Manor play Italia Wastils in the Vic Faro um, on... Thursday night, uh, that one's got, uh, that's going to be a feisty game, that one after the Hatchenbeck and the Manor's uh, YouTube channel. It showed a pretty feisty encounter between them two before, Jamie. Uh, so that one's looking good. I'm uh, just looking, trying to scan through some of the fixtures. Uh, Saha against Farmer Oboys Reserves looks like a good game. Sporting Club Thamesmead against South London Panthers. Interesting, Bickley 
welcome Blendon um, over to Queen Mary's. That will be a fantastic game of old school Sunday league football. Uh, DC football look to continue there. Good form, Jamie, now against LSU Lions, where they must go in as favourites for that one. First time we said that for a long time. Yeah, probably well. They'll really fancy their chances in making it three in a row. No game for you boys this Sunday? No, no. Um, not looked into a potential friendly that yet. Maybe if something comes up, we'll look at it. But having a game yesterday, a game Tuesday, and then we're going to train again on Wednesday as well. So maybe oh. just, yeah, just to keep us ticking over and work on some stuff. So um, yeah, maybe I just need that Sunday off to recover a little bit. But yeah. if not, I'll be out watching the game. No doubt. A good idea. Uh, and good luck to Hatcham in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup. Can they join um, Rocker Seniors in the next round? They play Quested, um, a long-standing, successful Kent team, especially in this in this uh, cup. Um, Hatcham, really, um, after their loss to Dons this week, uh, will be looking at this um, as this cup now is a bit of a priority and, and hope that others do them favours in the league um, to get the senior title over the line. Jamie? What do you reckon? Uh, yeah, I think that's probably fair. Um, they've got a very good chance of silverware. Um, and I think if you offered Hatcham, given the summer they had, um, winning the Kent Cup and then finishing winners up in the senior, I don't think they would have been too displeased with that. Um, but there's still a chance for them, obviously, and to win their league in the Cup double. So I'm sure as long as that's possible, that'll be what the aim is. Absolutely. Jamie, I wish you all the best in on your game Tuesday. If I can, I'll make it. Um, Eight o'clock kickoff, though. It's a bit of a dodgy one, isn't it? Oh, I'm going to be absolutely out of the game on Wednesday. <laughs> mate, I wish you all the best, as I said, and I'll speak to you next week. Cheers, mate. Back with Hugo and the Southern Sunday section and our games of the week where we dip into a little bit more of the detail behind the selected games. Uh, I have to say, um, Hugo wasn't past the baton of picking the games of the week. Uh, Graham has retained that responsibility. He didn't trust imagine you. Doing, imagine giving me half a job. That's mental, isn't it? <laughs> he didn't trust you. And I'm so sorry about that because I was going to ask you to be fair. But, um, oh, does that mean he, have to, he has to drink a shot? Yeah, you, you've said to be fair, so he's got to have a <laughs> shot as well. So. But we're going to run through... Um, some of the games, well, four games here, two cup games, uh, one, two, three cup games and one league game. Um, very good games, I must say. Uh, starting off with AFC Old Town against Junction Elite first in the Marcus Lipton Cup. Uh, Malfoyer and Titus won. AFC Old Town have had some good um, cup wins in the past. Junction Elite first getting through on penalties this week. Uh, in the cup. So just some details here. AFC Old Town, currently sixth in uh, League Nine, um, played nine games, uh, 17 points. Uh, those two those two games in hand that they have uh, on the teams above them don't do too much, do they, Hugo? Six points are for them, 23. It puts them fourth. Um, they've got a lot of work to do in the league, but they are, are having a lot of joy in the, in the season overall. Their last three games that they've played, uh, all wins. Uh, they win against Bruce Battersea, Renegades and Locomotive Wimbledon, scoring 11 goals as they go. Uh, their top scorer is Mike Fargo. 10 goals in 11 games for Old Town. Uh, do you know much about the boys, Hugo? I don't. I can't say I do. I don't really know 
too much about uh actually i know nothing <laughs> if i'm being completely honest about Just be honest about, about about afc old town yeah i don't know anything about them Listen, mate, you haven't got to be Graham. You haven't got to try and emulate yeah, Graham. Anyone, anyone, anyone expecting me to be uh, as knowledgeable <laughs> as, as Graham here, give your hell the warble. Because... Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if he has another screen open when we record normally. I'm sure everything... It's all he in says, his head. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's all in yeah. his head. I don't, The only reason he has a screen is because you need it to, for the Zoom session. Otherwise... Yeah. yeah, it's all off the top of his head. Dave, Old Town are at home to Junction Elite first. Uh, Junction Elite... 25 points from nine games, no losses, uh, one draw for the Junction Elite boys, their last three games. Uh, one win on pens today, obviously, against Kudos Athletic, and two wins against uh, League Opposite. Uh, two, sorry, Marcus Lipton in the last last round, they beat um, Atletico Buble 6 1. Uh, and then uh, in the Bob Dixon uh, League One game, they won 3-2 against Kudos as well. So two wins in the last three games against Kudos. Uh, and they turned uh, Afletko Buble over. Uh, their top scorer, uh, Godfrey Watkins Toko. Again, we've spoken about this guy a lot. 11 goals, uh, 12 goals, sorry, in 11 games. This is Southern Sunday competitions only. We do have our guest predictor again with us this week. Uh, Hugo with his terrible puns. Uh, Dan, Dan from Clapham Wanderers is back. Uh, his prediction. You have, I haven't seen yours this week. Usually we have a little WhatsApp and you send me all your things over. So you're doing yours live, which is interesting because you can you can do all of your background that I don't I don't read all of that, but I do sometimes say some of it. Um, I'm going to give Dan the opening prediction. He is saying Old Town are going to break down at the junction and lose 2-0, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, two... <laughs> not the best. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, I think junction are going to run right here, unfortunately. Big scoring, um, yeah? Yeah, I think so. I think it's just, if you look, like, I mean, you you went through it there, they're, they're top goal scorers. Um, they've let in but, 14 Old Town have let 14 in in nine games in, in League 9 that does perhaps suggest not the yeah not but the I don't strongest. think I don't, I, I don't think they've come up well, I don't know but I don't think they've come up against um, strikers and, and forward players like Junction Elite have maybe they have maybe I'm wrong and I'll put my hands up and say I'm completely wrong and hey if they prove me wrong I'll be the first to congratulate them um, yep. But I don't, I, I just can't see them stopping um, Godfrey and uh, Peter Molasso, if I'm honest. What do you think then? I'm going to go for a good, I'm going to go for a 5 0 here. Oh, 5 0 junction. Yeah. I have 5 0. That is big. Yeah. It, it, I think it's the biggest one I've said so far, to be fair. But I think the, 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 the gap. And, Too and much. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit biased from my side, knowing the junction elite team. Um, maybe I'm having a little bit too much faith in them. I mean, hopefully for AFC Old Town, uh, I hope that some of the Junction Elite players see the fixture and think, oh, you guys can do it without us. <laughs> Don't show yeah. up for them. Um, so you might you might very well get that. And again, I'll be the first one to say congratulations to Old Town if it happens. Yeah, uh, I mean, I can't see Old Town getting anything out of this one despite their previous cup exploits and good results against um, higher placed opposition. Junction Elite are just are a different level uh, this season. They're, as I say, flawless 
Um, I think I don't. They've lost the game in any competition or any Southern Sunday competition, should I say, this season. Um, so they're having a good time. I think I'm going to go three-one to Junction Elite on this one. So we're all a landslide uh, victory uh, predicted by the Salt Grassroots Podcast for Junction Elite firsts. Um, some braver than others. Um, fair play. So Wimbledon Wolves against Parklife firsts is the next game. Um, this one is a cup game. Wimbledon Wolves in good form in the second division. They're in League Two, should I say. Graham hates me saying that. Um, Wimbledon Wolves second. They have 27 points from 13 games so far this season. Hot uh, leading the, the promotion pack for League Two um, behind Celeste, who looked to be uh, well away uh, and going to win the title eventually. Um, Wimbledon Wolves' last three games, all draws, um, one win and two draws, should I say. One of those draws, a cup win in the last round of the Marcus Lipton against Merton Athletic. This game is a Marcus Lipton uh, fixture as well. Uh, Parklife, oh, I didn't do this. the goal scorers for uh, Wimbledon. Their top goal scorer is... Um, Rory Brown. Rory Brown, 22 in 11, two goals a game. He's not bad. No, so interestingly enough, I, if I've got this right, this this Rory Brown used to play for Battersea Dogs last year and he was their main player. I think at one point I spoke to um, somebody about maybe trying to get him in um, and ask if there was any interest there, interest there from his side. Um, but he's obviously gone to um, Wimbledon Wolves and is doing absolute bits. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same person. With his assist as well that they log on here, which is nice. He's he's been involved yeah. in 28, 28 goal goals in eleven games for when we when Wolves. we played when we played Battersea um, two seasons ago. He absolutely spun me. He's a big guy and he's rapid. He's got the build of a rugby player, but he is <laughs> fast as well. Wow! So yeah, big guy. So he's two goals a game. Um, so we know. Uh, probably have to predict Wimbledon Wolves to at least score two because that's how they do it. That's what happens if Rory Brown plays for him. Park Life sitting third in the Graham Dodd, in the Supreme Trophies Graham Dodd Premier Division. Um, not having a bad season. Uh, 15 points from nine games. Not too bad. Lost four, one, five. Um, Park Life's last three games have been a 5-1 loss today. That may be a bit of a telling, um, a telling indication for this one. Uh, coming up yeah. against an informed team. Uh, losing 5-1 to Lazio today. Uh, they, however, beat West Norwood in the last round of the Marcus Lipton. Uh, no disrespect to Ryan and the boys, but they seem to be losing like that, regardless of the opposition at the moment. So hard to tell um, what that what that result means. Uh, and they beat Rosendale, reserves, uh, Rosendale Sports Reserves in the round before that um, in the Marcus Lipton. Not too much football played for them over the last uh, month or so, Hugo. Just the three games played from the end of um, January, so not a hell of a lot of football. Perhaps that's yeah, something that's to do with the result today. To be honest, where their home ground is, if you sneeze, it gets called off for, for waterlogged. So oh, is it Dulwich by any chance? Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, so uh, tough for them. I mean, the weather prohibits them. they got a game today against Lazio. Um, that's the thing that's going to be in my mind when I'm making this prediction for this game. I have to be said, it has to be said, um, struggling to find their uh, goal scorer, their goal scorer's information at the moment. 
Uh, I think top... Sam Sam is their top goal scorer. I think, and he's got he's got I think six goals, and then I think it's Will as well. Sam Ayula, yeah, maybe. six six goals yeah. in eleven games, um, and Will Norwood. Will, Will Norwood, yeah, six, he's got six goals in eleven games as well. Good form for the boys, Hugo. What do we think? Is um, that result? Is that result against Lazio? Does that bear any sort of um, resemblance in your uh, prediction for this for this game against Wimbledon Wolves? I think. I mean, to be honest, having played against Parklife this year, it, it's a strange one because. They don't score a lot of goals, but they also don't concede a lot of goals. And to me, that's what it's going to come down to. I think if they, obviously, they've, they've conceded 22 goals, obviously, but they've only also scored 22 goals. That's bizarre, yeah. by the way. Goal difference mm-hmm. of zero when you're third in the league. Um, I think it's going to come down to that. If they can stop Rory, then I think they will come out on top. Um, but if they can't... Um, they're going to have to rely heavily on Sam and Will over the other side because, to be fair, Wimbledon Wolves do ship in quite a few goals. Uh, I think they've let in 29 in the league. Uh, it's going to be tight. I'm going to go for a, for, for a free... I'm going to go uh, free two to Parklife, I think. Oh, uh, Dan, Dan's prediction, Wolves... I was very close to going the other way, but... <laughs> Dan's prediction, Wolves are going to take a walk straight through what is known as... Park life, he thinks Park life are going to win three two as well. Uh, that let leads... me change that. Let me go the other way then. I'm okay. going to go Wimbledon Wolves three two. Okay, you can change. That's your prerogative. Now you're on the show. You can call. You can make these changes last minute. Um, yeah, you hear that, so... Graham? Do what I want. <laughs> well, Graham does what he wants as well. But he should. I wish he did. Yeah. I wish he predicted as well. But um, he seems to be critical of the predictions. But he doesn't want to play with the with actually getting involved. So. Yeah, uh, I, wish, I don't I think it would be very smart for him to. Get, <laughs> no, probably honest. not. Probably not. Probably not. But it's all for fun. I can't believe teams get upset about it, but they do. Uh, so you're going three two Wolves. Dan is going three two Park Life. I'm going for an upset. I fancy. I think Wimbledon Wolves are going to do the business. Uh, I'm going to go two one to Wimbledon Wolves, just to try and get some points. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm not sure where we are. I think we're pretty equal, but. Ryan on Ryan when he left when he stopped doing it was quite ahead and Dan's taking his points over so it's interesting to see what happens with Ryan the was ahead yeah because he did two weeks with of two alls and uh, he got he got seven points one week from doing all set all two alls kind of nonsense <laughs> I know I'm gonna message him as soon as this finishes <laughs> I'm gonna message um but dan did it last week i don't think we worked the scores out last week but we'll get all that all updated uh for monday morning um once all the results roll in can i just say yeah every week you guys say that we should be beating you yeah i don't think that's accurate if i'm honest why i don't know anything about the teams yeah neither do i mate (laughs) i just guess (laughs) we all just guess we all just guess that's for sure right so the next game is the brian howard president's cup uh, Bellum and Clapham Albion uh, are the team and are the home team, and they're playing Rosendale Sports first. Bellum and Clapham Albion second in what league a game that eight. is going to be, by the way. Second against first in the league, uh, a fantastic game. Uh, Clapham second, as I say, 27 points from 12, um, 36 goals scored in those 12 games, averaging three goals a game. Uh, Rosendale are the opposition, they're top of League Eight. 30 points from 11, uh, 
29 goals in 11 games. Pretty much. Uh, well, Rosendale, obviously, slightly. Well, no. Bellum and Clapham are the, are the better scorers. Their last three, the home team's last three games. Uh, today, they beat St. Matthew's Project B, handsomely 5-1 in the league. Uh, they won 5-3 against Pimlico Penguins um, a couple of weeks ago. And they won... 6-1 against Kudos Athletic Seconds. Hugo, they are in good form going into this. You have to go back to the Marcus Lipton Cup game against Prem Division. Clapham Rovers for their last defeat um, at the uh, towards the tail end of January. Um, but they've been in good form even before that. Um, they was on a long unbeaten run um, for the whole season. So they games, but, do they? <laughs> they've only lost one game against the Prem side. Uh, which is mm. crazy. Great form for the Clapham, uh, the Ballam and Clapham boys. Their top scorer is Lawrence Brown. Nine goals in 10 games for them. Uh, but they do share the goals around uh, 13 different scorers. For the Ballam boys, um, an interesting game. Rosendale Sports, then their opposition, as I say, top of the division. Uh, their last three. They beat East Putney. Uh, today in League 8, 1-0, closer than expected. They only beat Samashi's Project B, 2-1, uh, and they lost to Mundial B. So going into this game, uh, not fantastic form for Rosendale, but before that, Hugo, they were flying in the league, uh, really enjoying themselves. They're in fantastic form overall for the season. Their top goal scorer is Ray Billings with 10 in 11 games. Uh, they also share the goal scores. They scorers out around. They have eleven separate scorers this season so far. Are, are you even thinking about the league table with your predictions for this one, or do you just think it's all down to form when it looks like Ballam and Clapham are the boys with momentum going into this one? Yeah, I think Ballam and Clapham do look like they're the ones with the most momentum in this one. But I, I think just get yourselves over the line. I think if I'm either of these teams and I'm, I'm going into this game thinking, forget about the league, uh, forget about anything else, just get through. That's yep. all that matters, I suppose. Um, but I think momentum is with Ballam and Clapham, who, Ballam and Clapham even, who look like they are going to push Rosendale all the way to the end in the league. And I think they've 13, 36 goals scored uh, and 17 conceded. 17 goals conceded in 12 games in Sunday league, I don't think it's too bad. No, it's not. Completely honest. No, it's not. Um, mind you, neither is 19 from Rosendale Sports with, from from one less game. But I think myself personally, I'm going to go for a for a, a free one win to Balem and Clapping on this one. Big win for Balem and Clapping. I'm going to go with that as well. I think Balem and Clapping will win this one. I'm going to go two one though. It's going to be tight. Um, but yeah, Balem and Clapping scoring goals for fun this season in the league. Um, in rich vein of form, uh, Rosendale Sports just getting games won, which is what you need to do, but just not in the same style that they were previously. Um, Dan going for um, a two-all um, Rosendale, uh, a two-all at full time. So that's the prediction, but he thinks that Rosendale will win this one on penalties. He says it's going to be all rosy for Rosendale but just Rosendale to win on pens after a two-all draw in normal time. So, do you know? Do you do you know much about Dan? Have you uh, or, or just a Twitter interaction? Just a little bit of Twitter in Twitter interaction. Why are you going to say he's a strange person or something? Or 
No, he's a he's, he's a very nice guy. So um, one of our left backs, well, our left back or right back, we move him around. Cairo, we actually signed him from um, Clapham Wanderers, um, and I've got a lot of respect for Dan because one after we signed him, about two weeks later, he messaged me saying, "Make sure you guys look after him. He's a very nice lad. He's very young." Um, but sometimes I think he might need a, an, an arm around him, and I can I, I can respect that. It just it's just showed to me that he was a, a very good human being. He's a, I mean, he seems like a fantastic guy. I've only texted him. I haven't had an actual uh, voice conversation with him, but plenty of texts and um, interaction on social media and stuff with the podcast, and saying what a fantastic job we're doing and how grateful he is that the league is finally getting um, the the sort of highlights and highlight or highlighted that uh, that it deserves and all that stuff that was even today that he said that to me so I think he's comes across as a fantastic person someone uh who loves the league and loves his team and loves Sunday football so he's more than welcome uh in the silk grassroots football family um but yeah his puns need to need to improve yeah you're not wrong <laughs> uh so that's our predictions uh, not me as too. bad as Graham's but <laughs> not we're, I'm not as bad. Grams aren't as bad as mine, so I have to I have to take that. But it's, no I'm the I'm the host, so you have to put up with it. Uh, so two one, I've backed I've backed two one to Ballum and Clapham. Hugo, you've gone three one to Ballum and Clapham, and Dan has gone two all. The last game this week is in League Two, um, top of the table again. Uh, an interesting one. This one, real done, Donald against AFC South London. AFC South London started the season flying, scoring fours and fives. Uh, Real Dundonald have really creeped up uh, from behind uh, to now put themselves really, really strongly involved in this promotion chase. It seems it's really between Wimbledon Wolves, AFC South London and Real Dundonald for for that second place and that promotion. Uh, Atletico Buble, I think, just have a little bit too much to do with seven points uh, to make up behind the boys. Do you agree with that statement before we proceed? Yeah, I'm tempted to say I don't agree just because I want to disagree with you. But yeah, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, they, 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 it looks tight. There's only They've all played the same amount of games and there's literally two points separating. Second and fourth. London and, and Dundonald. So yeah, it's going to be tight. Very be a tight. Very good race that one, yeah. It is, and so this is where um, I always praise a, fix, a fixture secretary for saving these battles and these head-to-heads uh, for the end of the season because that is the, that is going to be the separating factor between these two, these three teams, should I say, the results against each other. Just a bit of background on the form. Uh, Ruled on Donald, the home team this week, so we'll start with them. They're fourth in League Two, 25 points from 13, so just under the two points per game. Uh, average that I usually like to see for the for the uh, top sides. Um, eight wins, one draw, and four losses for Real Dundonald. A plus three um, goal difference. Probably the telling part of their season. They seem yeah. to have conceded. They've conceded thirty goals, but scored thirty three. So um, you know you're going to have a good chance of nicking a goal against them. That's for sure. Um, AFC South London was second for long parts of the season. Um, Wimbledon Wolves improvements uh, mean that South London have dropped off a little bit and they're sitting in third. Um, South London have 26 points uh, from 13 games. Bang on the two points average, uh, plus 18 goal difference, a bit more healthier um, for the South London boys. 
Will Dundonald's last three games, uh, one loss and two wins. A big loss today uh, in the Cup against Barking Mad. I don't know if they rotated or or had short numbers today, but a, a shock result, um, some would say. Their top goal scorer this season is Marcel uh, Maisman. He has 11 goals in 15 games. Uh, share the goals about, again, 13 different goal scorers for the boys. Um, but really two players, Stan Bovelio, Bovelo and Marcel Mesman, their top men uh, by some distance. Uh, the South London boys, the AFC South London boys, should I say. Uh, some teams get offended if you don't say their name properly. They are on a good winning, a good win streak at the moment. A one, uh, one draw against Wimbledon Wolves in the middle of two wins, a 6-1 win um, last week against Club Football Val. Uh, a draw against Wimbledon Wolves and um, a win against Q Antigua. Uh, interestingly though, Hugo, the last time Real Dundonald and AFC South London played each other, they played each other two weeks in a row. Looking at the de- looking at the full time details here, Real Dundonald have beaten uh, South London twice already this season: a three one win in the league and a three 0 win in the Ken Bailey Cup. That was some time ago, over uh, a month ago now. Uh, what's on your mind when you're looking at... Uh, sorry, let me just look up the goal scorers, Adana. Missed that off. Uh, Matthew Cooper for South London, 21 goals in 16, Hugo. Um, 12 different scorers for the boys. Those two results against Real Dundonald, does that make any difference to them now a month later? I think it does. I actually think it does. I think uh, South London will go into that game thinking, right, we know... We've lost to these guys twice now, so we have to be on top form. And when I say I think it does mean something, I think it 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 kind of plays. You you always hear about oh you've lost to this team, so it's going to be on your mind that you've lost to them uh, in a negative way. Where well, I think this one will be a, a, in a positive way for FC South London. I mean, if you've played against a team and lost against them twice and you haven't learned anything from it, then. Um, Shame on you, really, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I think South London will come into this game uh, knowing that they have to win. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have to win. Both teams have to win, really, when you look at the league tables. But I think more so AFC South London, considering that they've been up there for most of the season. Both teams with five left to play, um, losing three points now. When you assume that teams at the top of the division uh, win their games, um, getting losing off. Uh, Real Dundonald losing this one will now will then put them. F- um, it will put them uh, four points behind. Sorry, yeah. Real Dundonald losing this will put it four points behind South London, uh, and obviously Wimbledon Wolves. Yeah, neither of the teams, neither of the teams in front of them lose many games either. No. So a, a defeat now would probably be devastating for Real Dundonald, and uh, in terms of. I think I'm going to go for uh, AFC South London win here uh, just because of the amount of goals that they score and then the amount of goals that Dundonald concede. I think I'm going to go for a uh, 3-1 to AFC South London. Wow, 3-1. And, re- and, and, and some revenge. Yeah, I mean, that's what it will be. That's This is, this is a big game for South London. They want to revenge the two losses that really... Doesn't it? Don't really matter. Going up, going up to this game. This game is all that matters now. The results in the past, 
uh, are in the past. Dan has backed Real Dundonald to win 2-1. He's looking at the, the previous results and the previous form and backing the Real Dundonald boys to win 2-1. Um, I don't know what to say here. It's uh, always I'm, a good thing. <laughs> always great when you're doing a podcast. I, I think... I think with you, I think South London are going to be up for this. Uh, I think they'll want to avenge it. I think they'll have the bit between the teeth and they'll want to avenge the losses. I'm going to go for South London to win, um, but 2-1, being conservative, 2-1 um, to South London. Uh, but a good a good week of football to be had. Thank you to Graham for selecting the games of the week uh, for us to predict. Thank you to Dan uh, for being guest predictor. Hugo, no no game for you boys this week. So the celebrations continue all week today. Nah, I'm just going to sleep. <laughs> Job done. Uh, how much yeah. more? Have you, have you got much more football to play for the rest of the season now? We've got, I think we've got, oh yeah, no, we've got, so we've got two more league games and then we've got a quarter final. I don't think the draw has been done yet. So we're playing South London Giants on the 13th. So I think we might have a couple of weeks off. A couple of weeks off? No, it's just the one week off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, our next game is against South London Giants, who are in good form, to be fair to them. So I'm gonna say to be fair, loads now as we're coming to the end, just so Graham <laughs> has to drink. Yeah, South London their, their form is the sort of mid-table on the form guide. They've won three of their last six, but well, job before done for Christmas, you they were near the bottom, I think. So yeah, it's I mean they've they've picked up, but uh, they beat West Norwood today. We're just looking at that table. Uh, do we do we feel like with with three games to go, West Norwood do enough to keep to keep themselves up? West Norwood. I think uh, Patsy Dogs can't seem to buy a win at the moment, so maybe that's that will save West Norwood. Yeah, I think I think West Norwood need. They've got four games left. I think if they get four points from the next four games, they probably probably do enough to stay up. To be honest. Agreed. Can I just uh, can I just just give a shout out to amateur footballer who um before I know I know he listens to the podcast. I just want to say that before the season started, he predicted that West Norwood would win the league. So I just want to say, ha! <laughs> He's a friend, and he and he contributes a podcast to our to our yeah, outgoing our outgoing content each week. I so. got a lot of time for Tom Race. He knows. <laughs> yeah, he's a good he's a good lad. But yeah, predictions just like ours uh, are often wrong, massively. <laughs> mate thanks for stepping in uh into uh graham's shoes this week um hopefully if it happens again uh, you're happy to step in again but congratulations on the league title into the prem next season just a quick prediction who's going to be joining you from the from the championship next season into the prem i think it'll be lazio i think it'll be lazio i think that their score today will probably give them a little boost and they, they will go on to win if they win two more games i reckon that, that they will um they'll, they'll be promoted so yeah i'm gonna go for lazio on this one which to be fair congratulations to them because last season they were at the bottom of the table i think when covid hit so fantastic for them to to to, to make a comeback like that absolutely mate thank you very much for your time uh I'll, we always well we generally text each other every now and again on the various groups that we're in but yeah mate well yeah, you I... need to stop that <laughs> 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 Sorry about the pictures. I don't mean to send them. Yeah. I'm gonna report you soon, <laughs> uh, mate. Again, well done with the, with the title. Hopefully, next season more progression and more titles. But if I, if I won't don't speak to you on the podcast, 
I'll speak to you uh, sometime soon. All the best, mate. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me on. And That's it. The end of episode 26 of the Sunday League show brought to you by Silk Grassroots, the podcast network of Grassroots Football, the home of Grassroots Football. Thank you to Hugo, Gibbs, Roger and Jamie for their input this week. Uh, well done, Hugo, stepping into some big shoes today, uh, filling in for Graham. Well done, mate. Uh, very well done indeed. Thank you to our guests, Surrey Park Rangers, Dan from Surrey Park, uh, talking up the boys on their resurgence this year. After a slow start in their first season last year, obviously hampered by COVID, um, the boys seemingly on their way to a title in Div 3. Well done, lads. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Borden Sports Youth, Sports King TV, Awards FC, at NJPGD, Skipper Sportswear, and Grassroots Football GRF. Thank you to our charity sponsors, at NJPGD, Player Packs, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and Board and Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, um, RYG Sports Filming, also a sponsor of the charities. Uh, thank you every, thank you for everything, guys. Um, our guests next week will be Blase Ballers from the OBD SFL, as I mentioned earlier. Um, a team currently sitting top at the time of recording of uh, Division 2. They've moved around a bit, but it seems they find the, they found a comfortable home for them in with the OBD SFL. Um, we're looking forward to speak to them next week. Um, all the best with your weeks going forward. Sadly, uh, no game for me this week. I'm on a stag do in Budapest, um, getting closer to Ukraine. So what a lovely um, place to go to. Uh, so no football for me next week. Uh, but I wish you all the very best. And as I say, I'll speak to you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.